Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 97 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host Jason Sohail, and join with me as always is my ever so lovely and totally would complain to me too if I took my time trying to save her from danger wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello everyone. Hello. And, like always, uh, give me a uh, description of what you just said. Yes, uh, you, you love these descriptions that I just come up with on, on top of my head. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you'd be amazed on how many of these I actually don't edit. Like, and like, I, like, the descriptions I just come up with. I just like, and I don't like. In the moment. In the moment, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, and because, like, uh, you know, I always, like, want to make sure, like, when I'm saying it, I'm not like, oh, oh, oh. I want to come out like a stand up comedian. How, like, they can, like, do it, like, good, but, like, you know, they rehearse that kind of stuff, and I don't. <laughs> You know, that's why I'm not a stand-up comedian. This week, we will be talking about the episode Bebop and Rocksteady, Conquer the Universe. And, you know, uh, I, I want to ask you this, honey. How do you say? Do you say Bebop Rocksteady or do you say Rocksteady and Bebop? Bebop and Rocksteady. You say Bebop A lot of people say Bebop and Rocksteady. I don't know why. Me, personally, I like saying Rocksteady and Bebop. It's hard for me to say Bebop and Rocksteady. I think because Rocksteady is the longer name, I like to say that one first. Really? Yeah. No, I, I'm I, I, I'm just curious. Uh, for you guys like listening, do you like to say Bebop and Rocksteady or do you like to say Rocksteady and Bebop? Uh, yeah, when this episode title came up, I was like, I really was like, oh, it's Bebop and Rocksteady. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird for me to say. Yeah, I'm just curious, if, if you're li li listening, uh, let us know. Do you like to say Roxanne and Bebop, or do you like to say Bebop and Rocksteady? Just things I'm just curious about. I might put up a poll on our Twitter, because this is something I'm kind of interested in, and that I don't think a lot of people like think about like subconsciously. Yes. Uh, Alright, but before we get into the episode, I do want to talk about it, because a new game came out. We have to talk about it. Shredder's Revenge. Uh, so, uh, as of this recording, our review is not up. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, when this episode gets released, our review uh, will be up. Uh, FYI, if you're uh, uh, if you're wondering why this uh, review uh, isn't up and it's taken a little longer, it's because we actually uh, have a friend who's like uh, helping us doing the filming since Anna's pregnant, and it's kind of hard for us to uh, do this uh, right now in our in our situation. Uh, so, he actually came in, he has this professional 4K camera, and the footage, and the footage looks fantastic. However, our computer cannot handle the footage, and it's in 4K, and our computer is not equipped to that. So, uh, he is doing, doing actually the editing for us, and then, uh, once he does that, then we can, like, uh, like do it uh so uh it's just uh things that we uh we didn't come equipped with but uh hopefully hopefully like uh after we do this uh run we'll be able to like go on it faster and we can like start doing videos again because we got we got a lot of stuff to review oh uh, like I'm, I'm i'm feeling guilty because uh people have sent us stuff 
to review, and we have not had a chance to do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, but going back to uh, Shredder's Revenge, uh, I, I don't want to go into everything that the that we talked about uh, that I talked about in the review, but I do want to talk uh, talk about some of it because, like, you know, a lot of like guys got some of you people don't know we have a YouTube channel, and we just want to give our opinions uh, on it. Uh, so first, uh, I know I know you, honey. Um, you did not play it as much as I did, but you have played it. Uh, how did you feel? And also, as soon as Anna played it, the first thing she said was, so I'm one of the first people in the world to play this game, and she felt, like, so proud. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, I actually enjoy it. Like, um, uh, I, I love, as you said, I love that they added, like, sound and... The voices? Uh, yes, the voice. Yeah. The voices. And um, I think I was Mikey. Yeah, I think you played as Mikey. And I, I remember, because I'm not good at video games, I remember I keep pushing the wrong button and it was keep uh, repeating this uh, something. Oh, okay, I didn't bring this up in my... I didn't bring this up in my review. I, I meant to, like, as soon as I stopped re recording review, I was like, oh, I didn't talk about this. I didn't write it in my notes. Oh, yes. So, here's the thing. Uh, in this game, you have a special attack button and that basically does your special attack. However, if your special attack is empty your character will say something in the long and all of them say something different but something it'll be something like oh i don't have the power to do this i don't have the power to do this and here's the deal like oh like kids are gonna find that button and they're gonna press it a lot uh anna anna kept pressing it and she didn't realize what she was pressing but like once the once like you play with your uh, children and like if they're like under the age of like ten, like when they find this button, it's it's like our son with the cowabunga but button from the Turtles uh, arcade game. He just like to press that button just to hear the talk, just to hear the talking, because they don't know that it's not doing something important. They just know you press this button and they say something. Uh, so that's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was one hundred percent Anna. Uh, something I do want also want to talk about the voices. I kind of touched about this on on the review. Uh, I, as Anna said, love the fact that they got the four original turtles. Uh, that was like clutch, and it really makes the game. Also, what's cool is that the they also uh, voice their respective uh, villains. Uh, so like you know, Rat King is also voiced by Mikey, or uh, Townsend Coleman, I should say. Uh, you know, Roxanne Bebop are voiced by. Uh, uh, Barry Gordon and Cam Clark, not in that order, uh, uh, but uh, you know their respective uh, voice actors. Surprisingly, Slash is voiced by Rob Polson, which I mean, I guess I guess the developers felt bad, like you know, I guess like they're like, oh Rob, we didn't bring any of your bad guys, uh, and I'm like blanking on like if there's any like major bad guys that like Rob even voiced. And they're like, oh, hey, do Slash. Um, and so he probably was like, yeah, okay. Like, I, that's that's how I imagined that when that conversation went down. Uh, but uh, the, the, the shame that I'm kind of like, I wish they had, it's not, like, it's not like so important, but like it really feels missing. Unfortunately, they weren't able to get Renee Jacobs, uh, Pat Fraley, or uh, Peter Renaday. Uh, to voice their characters, and the, I mean, I'm mentioning these three in particular because you can also play as April, Splinter, and Casey Jones, and it would have been nice to have 
those three as well as the four the four other main actors uh, like uh, I will say April's voice is fine uh, Splinter's voice I wasn't a big fan of um, and uh, uh, Pratt, Pratt Fraley uh, I'm just saying no like no one can replace Krang uh, you know, like, uh, Crank's voice, I mean, it's not a bad voice, but it's, it would have been much better if it was, uh, Pratt Fraley. Yes. Yeah, um... Uh, that that that's something that that's something about the voices, and I, I, I really I mentioned these three. I mean, not only because they're like the th only three others uh, to do the voices, but uh, they are like the three playable characters. I would have liked all the playable characters to have their uh, original voices. Uh, other things like you know they have like. Uh, uh, cameos, which is cool. So you can go and like you know find Burn Thompson. You can find Irma. You can find like the neutrinos. It's kind of fun. Uh, oh, Irma was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Irma was fun. And oh, I think I mentioned this in review, but um, I'm, I'm gonna say it here anyway. I the my son was the one who found Burn Thompson. He was the one who told me to go to the door because there's an animation where like someone was knocking on the door and. Our son was like, oh, he was like, Daddy, go to the door. Someone's at the door. <laughs> and I didn't understand what he was, uh, who he, what he was like mentioning because I was so concentrated on the foot soldiers. And then, and then I saw because like this is also the first level. I saw like, oh, there's someone knocking on the door, and I, uh, you know, I hit the door, and all of a sudden like it was like Burn Thompson, and that's like when I discovered, oh, there's like extra characters, like not to play as, but just like as like you know unlockables. Uh, the unlockables are really easy to get. Um, like you know, I know I know uh, limited run games is going to give you a strategy guide to do, like I'm st after after we played this game for like over a week now. Uh, I don't know what the strategy guide is going to tell you that you can't figure it out on your own because finding all the unlockables, finding all the characters, not hard to do. Uh, the only thing I have not done. Uh, with this game is so each level they have challenges and most of the challenges are not hard to do because most of them are like throw the foot soldier at the screen throw the foot soldier in the in the uh, pit don't get hit by the obstacles like it, it's stuff like that but there is one that like it occasionally pops up in other levels and I can't uh, for the life of me I cannot do these and that is don't get hit in the level at all and like the first level has that and I spent over an hour trying to, and I made it all the way to the the boss, which the first level of the boss is uh, Bebop. And and then like Bebop hits me, and then like through my controller, I was like, okay, I'm not doing this challenge anymore. Um, I mean, that like I don't know, I it, it's it's a hard that that one's a hard one. Uh, there's no block button in this game. Instead, you have a dodge roll. I like the dodge roll. Uh, the Combos are really easy uh, to do. Uh, well, because like, it, it it really is like you can do some like really cool like maneuver maneuvers, but if you just keep pressing buttons, you're gonna do something. And then also, what's cool is like if you're playing with other people, especially other people, other people keep pressing buttons. If you as long as you're next to each other, your characters will just automatically like uh like the the uh, shell attack. Like if your two characters are next to each other, they'll automatically hit each other. Uh, like, I'm not hit each other, but hit the enemies, like, uh, and they'll just do it without, like, you trying to, like, tell your, uh, partner to, uh, to, you know, like, 
how, oh, hey, you need to press this, press this at this time, or anything like that. It just does it for you. I, re I really like that. It makes it really accessible for a lot of people to pick up and play, especially like, you know, this game is uh, six players, which I'm telling you right now, six player session inside your house total madness but totally worth it like if you like can do it six player at the same time yeah six players at the same time oh wow yeah 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 um uh, it is so cool it is like so cool so fun and so chaotic and for all the right ways i love that the mike you was uh eating the pizza and getting energy yes 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 oh yeah and uh, also my wife's uh favorite thing is that uh when you play multiplayer if like you're if your partner um like you know gets knocked out you you can go and give uh the person a pizza to uh like you know you're you can go and, like give them a pizza while uh and then like so they keep their life and anna was like loving that she just loved the image of like whichever turtle or april or splinter just giving pizza yes but uh donatello was doing something cute uh, i forgot right now oh his taunts i know which one is so they have everyone has a taunt Dantel's is really adorable because Dantel goes in the corner and plays his Game Boy. <laughs> and Anna was loving that. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, uh, there's some really cute animations. Uh, my son loved it whenever the bad guys would pick me up and spin me around. <laughs> he was laughing. He was laughing so hard and I was like, are you laughing at my misfortune or are you laughing because this image is funny? Uh, yeah, um, my, my son... Our, our son hasn't actually, like, played it. He's still, like... Uh, we recently got him to play the ar arcade game. Uh, we, he still is having, like, motor skills. Uh, like, his motor skills aren't there for uh, controllers yet. Um, just because he is, like... He's about to turn four. So he's not there yet. I have a feeling his younger brother will be there uh, faster than him. Only because he'll learn from his older brother. <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, he, he was loving the animation of the game. Uh, the game is like great. It has so many references from other Ninja Turtle video games, from like the cartoons, uh, just everything in there. And anyone that you fought in a Ninja Turtle uh, video game that you're like, oh, this is memorable, that person is going to be in the game. Like, you know, like, I, I mean, uh, one of my, uh, I, you know, I was going to say one of my friends, uh, actually, it's Scott. Uh, uh, my co-host for the Kingdom Hearts podcast. Uh, we're right now playing. He's right now playing through the game with me, and the way we're doing it is, uh, he wants to just do three levels at a time. Uh, so because uh, that that is the one weakness of this game. I will say is that uh, the the level count is like sixteen, so you can't play the whole game in one sitting like the original uh, arcade game or or Turtles in Time. And there is an arcade mode, and I feel like that one is just too. Uh, demanding to ask for like you know like, oh hey play play two hours just in one sitting uh that that i think that's a that, that gets like that i think that's too much to ask for, for a person that's why i prefer story mode and also story mode you get to level up your characters but but yeah scott's been in, in like in the way scott's been doing it he's like every time he every time we go through someone he was like oh hey is uh do i have this character and i'll tell him yes do i have this character yes and i i basically tell him like I was like, right now, the only character that you probably can think of that they don't have is the freaking cement monster from the arcade version of Turtles in Time. <laughs> like, because no one liked that version. Everyone likes Slash. But yeah, uh, was there anything else you wanted to bring up about the video game? No, I just, uh, I mean, because I know uh, it's something that uh, I just don't like keep 
pushing the buttons and keep like <laughs> oh yes 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 i yes. like to walk around and eat pizza and enjoy <laughs> that <laughs> yes uh, like yes even with the arcade like on like after like on a place for like five minutes and then like she keeps pressing the attack button and then she was like doesn't your fingers get tired and i'm like you know <laughs> i'm a seasoned video game veteran here this is like you know superpower this is a superpower exactly like you know like this this is why jason runs the marathon and anna like you know sleep uh, in sleep, the sleep in the hotel <laughs> exactly exactly yeah uh, look anna did a 5k and i asked her hey you want to do a 5k again and she said no i did it once i'm good <laughs> i have a medal and everything yeah she has a medal and she was like i i have it i'm good <laughs> all right uh let's all right, let's go ahead and get into news uh, where I'll be joined by our news correspondent, Mike. Let's go ahead and get into our news portions. We've got a lot of uh, figure news, uh, I will say, this week. And then also, yep. also we got a big, like, you know, Ninja Turtles uh, 1987 uh, news as well. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, because so speaking of horror, uh, we got to talk about, uh, you know, Funko Pops. Yeah. The horror. <laughs> the horror, yeah. I mean, if, if you guys don't know, uh, you know, the big running joke between uh, me and everyone I talk to is that how much I don't like Funko Pops and, like, I, I just never was my thing. Uh, so uh, they have announced their... Uh, some of uh, some of their San Diego uh, Comic-Con exclusives and two of them are actually going to be the... Ninja Turtles, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers team-up comic based of Leonardo and Donatello. Uh, both are unmasked, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. Uh, and, I mean, you know, they, they're really, they kind of really look like the Hasbro figures uh, uh, to me. Like, uh, I'm, like uh, I, I compared it to the actual comic, and uh, I don't know, I think, I think they look more like the figures than they look of their comic. Uh, counterparts to me i could yeah be you're not wrong yeah uh, no 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 you're, you're not wrong because hasbro i remember when they were doing the live stream when they the live stream when they first revealed yeah. uh those action figures and they had said they specifically were going based off of like the cover art rather than how the turtles appeared in the book because right. if you've read the book you know it you know they're very different right um which is which is disappointing because like the ones inside the book look better in a yeah. lot of people's opinions right, right um i mean so with with these with these i don't mind because like you know they're they're, they're already sort of chibi right. you know super deformed like looking so i it doesn't bother me as much as, as it did with the hasbro figures uh, no I'll, I'll i'll give you that uh yeah it, it doesn't bother me as much i mean mainly because like to me all pop figures are ugly anyway so might as well that's true <laughs> you hate every you hate all pop figures i, I hate all pop figures I, I don't i don't think i'll be trying to get these though um i i'm i i buy very few pops um and it's like usually the pops that like i do buy i have to really love the character like i i have a dr eggman i have a rocketeer uh, and then I have Darkwing, Launchpad, and Scrooge. Nice. So and and like and, and and like a couple others that I just don't even have on display, like from the comic book saga. Uh-huh. Um, for oh, I turtles, I think I yeah, I yeah. I 
I cosplayed as like the Will from uh, years ago, and so oh, I bought nice. like the Will and Lion Cat, and nice. um, yeah, it's like, I love the Will. Um, I think the only Turtles pops I have are Bebop, Rocksteady, and April from like the the original wave. Okay, the and I I know like those are worth something now. Yeah, um, yeah. I just they're in a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only pop I uh, I like voluntarily bought was the Darkwing Duck, the Darkwing Duck, the uh, Negatron, uh, even though he should be named Negaduck, and the actual Negaduck uh, pops, mm-hmm. just because I'm a huge Darkwing Duck fan, and there's really not that much merchandise for Darkwing Duck. Uh, yeah. But I do own way too many pops, because mm-hmm. I keep getting pops. I mean, and like, I mean, it is like, I have a collection, like, and I have... I have at least one of each turtle. Uh, so, because um, also the other half of my family actually likes pop figures, and that's Anna. Uh, and when I showed her these, she was like, oh, you know what? If you could get them, get them. <laughs> and I said, I told her if they make a regular version, like not a SDC uh, uh, version of these, I will get them uh, just because uh, uh, she likes them. Uh, but uh, just right now, what all we know is that uh, right now they only have uh, Leo and Donnie uh, planned. I, I'm like ninety percent sure at least uh, Shredder, Green Ranger Shredder is coming because that's that's like everyone's like favorite from like uh, from this whole like comic line. Like that was like the yeah. That, he, I mean, he was so toy toyetic. Like there was like no way that they're I, I, like when they announced the action figures. I was like, there's no way they're not gonna have Green Ranger Shredder, um, and. I'm not as I'm honestly surprised he's not the exclusive. To be honest, that's like for an exclusive, I think I thought it would have been him, but you know, like uh, I, I imagine like maybe I mean I imagine like for these like the probably like when it comes for regular like they'll just have the helmet heads like that's the only thing I can really think of. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. that um, makes sense. And, and, and just uh, San Diego Comic Cons are just unmasked. Uh, we'll we'll definitely find out. I mean, there's like I can't imagine like Funko just keeping this locked only for Comic Con. Uh, but yeah, right now all we know uh, that are coming is just uh, Leo and Donnie. Uh, so we don't have any information on um, uh, Mikey or Raph yet. So. I imagine like maybe New York Comic Con, like the you know, the the New York one, like maybe they they might come there or something like that. Uh, but yeah, we'll find out. yeah, yeah, we'll we'll find out. Uh, but you know, uh, and we don't actually have any ordering information. We don't know if it's going to be on their uh, site or not. I mean, usually whenever they have like the con exclusives, they actually they have a like a pre order window like on their site and their site crashes because uh, people other than me love this stuff. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's trying to buy them at once. Yeah, everyone trying to buy them at once. Like you know, exactly. Uh, so uh, that's all. That's all we have for that. Well, you want to keep with the you want to keep with the horror theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're still gonna keep in the horror theme because you know, uh, all this other like exclusive stuffs coming up, and you know, Playmates decided they need to get back in the ring, uh, and so out of nowhere, like. Uh, on it's going to be a target exclusive we don't have any information on this now but on friday july 8th they're going to reveal and you'll be able to pre-order uh stranger things cross ninja turtle playmate figures and that's pretty much all we know that's all we know and this is like 
everybody's you know it, it's it's the cool thing to make fun of playmates right you know because the cobra kai the cobra kai crossover the the yeah, street, fighter, street crossover, fighter crossover those yeah um and so like those are both out of left field and then this is just straight out of the ballpark yeah 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 this is just... i mean other than being two 80s properties like 80s themed properties like there's no connection here, and so I mean, the talk amongst like the toy community is like this is 100 uh, percent playmates just kind of flexing their muscles, you know, like hey, we have the master license, we can do whatever we want, kind of thing. Right, right, and like at this point, the only thing you can really assume that it's going to be the same bodies that we've seen from both <laughs> the Cobra Kai figures and the uh, uh, street, upcoming Street Fighter figures. You never know. Maybe they might have a different, they might have the Street Fighter face or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, which is, which is a huge bummer because they have better classic versions of the Turtles. Like they have the, the ones they did for the movies and those ones are so much better than than the classic collection turtles right right i mean i just i don't like i i really don't know and i i really feel like i really feel like playmates really dropped the ball with uh with with ninja turtles especially like after like you know the sales of the, the rise figures didn't like uh weren't up there and they had to like you know cancel the series and everything uh they like in like they had that perfect opportunity where like everyone else like especially like this is like Hasbro like that's when Hasbro bought the Power Rangers franchise and they were like releasing the Lightning figures. Uh, Mattel was like re-releasing He-Man. This would have been the perfect time for like Playmates to be like, oh hey, we're gonna do a Ninja Turtles Classics line where they actually like do like a twenty dollar premium figure uh, for collectors instead of like rehashing the premium figures that they released back in uh what uh i already forget 2012 i think that's when the year came out uh 2013 for 2013. the original classic okay. collection yeah honestly yeah. what would have been a smarter move would have been like doing what mattel's doing with he-man and the origins right. where they're just up where they're just updating the original figures with with modern articulation yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such like, a no-brainer. It is such a no-brainer. I mean, Super Seven is doing that, and like, at, like at the same time, it's like Playmates. Why did you let them do that when you could have done it, made it more affordable for people? Yeah, and, like I like I, as much as I love my Super Seven stuff, like yeah. I would absolutely jump ship to a Playmates, you know, Turtles Origins line. Like yeah. that is. That's so much more inventive than this Stranger yes. Things than yes, all yes. of these than all of these collabs that they're doing. It's like they're just they're just not fun. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, like you know, when they announced the when they announced the Cobra Kai ones, I was actually kind of excited for that one because I was a huge Karate Kid fan. I'm like, oh, that's cool and everything. And I like the geese. But then like, just after a while, I was like, okay, 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 okay. We, we, we get it. And like, you know, yeah, we got that new shredder and that new Triceraton figure. And I was hoping that was going to be start of something from them. And it's just like, they keep regressing back. And it's just like, they're just buying their time until uh, next year's movie comes out. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Oh yeah, like you can kind of tell like when Playmates doesn't have a movie or a show to anchor the line the toy line to, like they flounder. And right. this is 
I don't want to say it's the longest period that we haven't had like true, like a, a common mainline turtles like line on the shelf, but like right. the rise, the rise toy line was dead in 2019. We'll yeah. say. Yeah. 2019 um, was like when they did their final wave. And so, you know, we're three years into it. Um, so we're, I think this is the second longest drought that we've been without turtles figures. Right. Right. Exactly. It, it, it is. Uh, I mean, obviously the longest drought was from next mutation to the two K three, uh, series, but yeah, like this, but one even, is... even, even then, like they had the 1999 release of the original figures. Right. No, they um, did. I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I mean, so, so we're kind of in that same chart where like playmates doesn't really know what to do. So that's like, they're, they're flexing their muscles because they know everybody's buying NECA and super seven and talking about how good those figures are. Right. And it's like the, the only playmates figure that I'm really excited for is their last Ronin one, because it's like, it's in the style of the vintage figures where yeah. it's like a four inch figure, but it's like a modern figure. And it's like, that's what people want you to do. That's that's where your strengths lie, right? Exactly. And so we don't. And so if they surprise us actually, and and do like you know eighty style figures for the for the uh, Stranger Things Stranger Things characters, that would like be cool. that that would be kind of cool. Like playing into that eighties theme a lot more by using your eighties your eighties figures. Now, granted, everybody like they've re released the original vintage figures now so many times in the last few years that it's kind of like Ugh, all right yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, but like if they can, I don't know if they, if they can like do like some sort of like uh, update to them where they have like like you know as you mentioned uh, with the He-Man stuff like it, give it that more posability action into it like you know actually like have them able to like freaking hold all their weapons instead of us like you know trying to like or in like freaking like Mikey's nunchucks doesn't snap off uh, like you yeah. know <laughs> like um, like if, if they can do something like that or something like that I it would be something we'd be more excited for right now. We won't know what it is until like in two weeks. So, or three weeks, I think. Um, so, you know, but like everyone has already has the thought process of like what they expect it to be. And like, it is kind of like, it's like, you know, and at, at the same time, like, like, especially with Cobra Kai, I don't think after the, the Ninja Turtle collab figures, I don't think they actually released any Cobra Kai figures just by themselves. And so I don't know. I don't know how their licensing actually like works with these franchises. And yeah. And it's like, that's what's so weird is that like, you know, they tooled all those new figures and I, I got to think that some of it is getting reused for Ryu and Ken in the street oh. fighter line. Oh, oh, definitely has to be. Um, I mean, like Ryu and Ken are buffer characters. So those are at least new arms, but at least right. like the gi. after July 8th, we'll be talking about these again. Oh, uh, just hopefully they actually like do, I, hopefully they surprise us and it's actually like something like really cool. Yeah. Cause like I want to like playmates. Like I play if, if, if it wasn't for playmates, we wouldn't have turtles. Right. And exactly. So it's like, and, exactly. And so like, like I want them to succeed. I don't want like, but I want them to play to their strengths and they're just not. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel too. Like, like whenever I hear from people like, Oh, I think uh, they should just like playmates should just lose the license or something like that. I don't want that to happen. If it wasn't, like, yeah. as you mentioned, if it wasn't for playmates, like, you know, we wouldn't have a, a, a franchise and everything. I want them to keep 
uh, like going on and I don't want like I don't want like a bigger company come in and buy them out and then all of a sudden like you know we just get just plain other like figures uh like that uh like you know so I, I, I want them to like do something I want them to, to surprise us and I still say hands down I still think that the rise of the Tur Ninja Turtle figures are the best representation figures of like of a franchise like i mean i loved those figures because they actually looked like the the show and I, I, they really captured that characteristics and like you know the none of the other series like when uh Playmates did it like was able to do that because it just looked too much of a toy and this one actually it looked like it came from the show yeah and it's like i i mean i have a, a lot of Playmates figures too and it's like my favorite my favorite playmates figures are like from the main toy line are the the first wave 2012 figures uh-huh like i just love those those are yeah no no, no I, the, and the, the, those are pretty those are pretty good i actually re, i i did like uh, i like them the only reason i liked uh i thought rise was better because i felt like the the first wave uh like they didn't actually look like the show they kind of like looked more like a like almost like a like kind of when you compared the original Ninja Turtle figures to the to the original show figure uh, to the yeah. original show and but like it, it's not a bad design I was just like that's why I so I was so impressed with Rise so much because like those I'm like oh my gosh like they in in effect like you know it's not like reused bodies uh 2012 wasn't reused bodies either uh, uh but. Yeah. yeah, at least not the first wave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At least not the first wave. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but, yeah. the ri the rise figures I really like. I I did some customizing online. Like uh -huh. I bought those, and then like the battleshell figures, and yeah. then because the battleshell figures had more accurate heads. Yes. Than the first wave did, so I so I like popped those off, moved them over, like changed up a couple pieces. Nice, um, nice. Well, so. Only thing I was disappointed with the uh, Battleshell figures was uh, what I loved about the Battleshell figures of like the the original series was they had so many accessories and then the Rise ones they just had like oh we just have our like you know just like their main weapons I'm like you couldn't like throw in some well, they had, like, stuff. I think they had like throw they had like throwing stars yeah. too yeah, yeah I think I think you're right I think they had like throwing stars but like like I just remember like Leo's it was like oh yeah we just fold up your sword and just put that in the shield yeah. I was, like, I was, like oh. Same thing with Don, like Donatello, but like fold up your tech bow and put it in, put it in your shell. I think the thing I hated about those battle shell figures was that they were spring loaded, and so like you had to press on the head and then the shell popped open. Whereas like the original ones, you just they were just little just, clips. Yeah, they're just clips. Yeah. So yeah, I never actually opened my battle shell figures. So <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't. I, know if them. I hadn't, if I hadn't bought them all on clearance, like I never would have, I never would have bought them for <laughs> customizing fodder. I never saw the battle shells on clearance. I saw a bunch of other ones on clearance, but never battle shell. The battle shell. Uh, I, I think I found them at Kohl's. Oh, nice, nice. Well, so moving on to uh, Playmates, you know, let's talk about the company that everyone does love, and which is uh, NECA. And they did a sneaky reveal, which I was surprised. So, uh, YouTuber Spe uh, Speaky Geeky uh, got an interview with uh, Trevor uh, Zamet, and they were doing, like, you know, first, uh, you guys should watch that interview. It's actually really good. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. It's only part one, and he has not released part two yet. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, maybe part two might have something even juicier. I don't know yet. Uh, but... yeah. 
uh, you know, they were just talking, and he was like, oh, what if you did this figure? And then all of a sudden, uh, Trevor just pulled out Rex 1, uh, which was just insane uh, to me. Uh, like, I, I thought that was like, really cool and, like, really awesome of, like, NECA to do, like, that kind of reveal on on a, uh, like, you know, like a low-subscribed uh, YouTube channel, actually. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, uh, who runs Speaky Geeky, is a friend of mine. And- oh, nice. He's been uh, he's been really happy and incredibly lucky that he was able to get that interview, um, and then with such an awesome reveal too. Like usually, like those are saved for Comic Cons or like bigger right. channels like Foosh, like you said. Right, right, right. Um, like, like like Foosh or uh, you know I, I can't think of uh, someone else uh, or right Pixel now. Dan. Yeah, Pixel like, Dan. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. Like, like, and those so like yeah, for, for Ethan to get this reveal is really cool. And honestly, like it's, it's a bucket list character for mine. It's, it's yes. one of the ones I've been joking about for a long time. We're not, not even really joking about like, cause Rex one is, it's a fantastic episode. New York shiniest is one yes. of my favorite episodes. Oh, 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 oh yeah. That, that like, uh, that is like one of my favorite episodes. I mean, the, one one the reason why it was one of my favorite episodes because it was on the same VHS tape as Kyle Bunger Shredhead, which is my favorite exactly. episode. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I watched it so many times because of that. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so a lot of the stuff that like was announced that it comes with is really cool too. And Trevor had Trevor mentions during the interview that uh, he had forgotten that Rex was in another episode. Right. Yes, I, I can't uh, remember what the title is uh, right now because we haven't got to it yet in our podcast. But yeah, yeah it's, same. <laughs> it, 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 it's a CBS episode. That's all I know. But it, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely. I think it's a season five episode yeah. or season six. Um, but it but it has like Lex one and then like another evil robot. Uh-huh. Um, uh Lex and so, Lex one was actually in New York Shiniest. Lex. There was the the girl one. I'm sorry, the girl, the girl. Robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a girl robot. Uh, I can't remember her name, um, but yeah. But yeah, so Trevor had said like, "Oh, I forgot that she, or I forgot that there was a second episode that he comes back in." And so there's like additional pieces uh, for for Rex from both episodes. Nice. Yes. Um, and so this is so he's going to be an ultimate figure. Trevor had said, "Right." Um, yes, because he is. He's fairly large. He's shorter than Chrome Dome. Right. Um, so probably around Krang height, if you have the ultimate Krang body. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming he's about that height. Maybe a little shorter than that, because that Krang figure is also really tall. Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I imagine he's got to be around Metalhead height. I think he's going to be tall in Metalhead. I think... Or, I, but, I like... I, 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 oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of, like... I'm trying to think of who, who, what height I can really compare him to. But at the same time, I never opened. I haven't had a chance to open any of my uh, pizza aliens yet, so I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know if the pizza aliens are taller or shorter than Chrome Dome because I know Chrome Dome is tall. I think they're. I think they're almost. I think they come up to his shoulder if you stand okay. them up straight. You know, maybe actually. You know what? Now I'm thinking. If I had to like guess on height wise, maybe Muckman. Muckman's like pretty up there. Yeah, Muckman. Yeah, Muckman is a little taller than Metalhead. So yeah, yeah. so probably on that height. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the accessories that they were talking about. So his chest opens up, so you can put the VHS tapes in there, uh, like Donatello does in the episode. His right. mouth opens, and and they said there's like a tongue you can plug into the mouth. Yes. And yes, I was just like, oh, 
perfect. I love that just because like that one weird obscurity uh, from that episode was like, hold your tongue, and he wouldn't like stick out his tongue. So yeah, so I'm I'm ecstatic that they're that they're doing it. No time frame on this figure. Mostly they said they'll have they more information at Comic Con this year. Yeah, they said they're gonna have more comic information comic con he did say trevor said like it was supposed to be this year that's the only oh, time okay frame. that's the only time frame he actually said was just this year uh and uh that's really kind of where it ended at uh another thing that they did like kind of uh briefly touched on i mean they, they talked about uh like another accessory pack maybe or like more disguises because a lot of people uh like you know a lot of people like the all the disguises that the turtles wear even roxanne bebop uh uh, uh what they what they've been uh wearing especially like you know old lady uh bebop um and yeah. rocksteady uh and then they also briefly talked about uh Bar- barney stockman and how like oh it's like oh like you know, maybe yeah. we need uh, another head to make it to make uh you know the Baxter that's coming out uh in a few months or next month actually uh into uh into Barney. Uh, I'm still in the belief that the the people who animated that episode had no idea that Barney that Barney's hair was that Baxter's hair was actually blonde, and they just like <laughs> <laughs> like on and on we told yeah on and on we we talked about it uh last week because we're like why did they change his hair color and i was like i don't i was like i think they just based it off the fly and they're just like oh that his his hair is orange so therefore when he was human it was also orange so my so speaking of like alternate heads uh my hope that the rex one figure comes with is an extra irma head oh yeah because the only irma figure that we have is in the channel six set right and uh we definitely need one that's not like scared face. Right. Yes. Yes. The amount of times that Irma makes that face in the show, you can count on one hand, but the amount of like love faces that she yeah. yeah, like yeah. love suck love sick faces. Yes. Like that should have been the default. The the one hundred percent I think that should have been the default. I mean, I know that channel six set is supposed to be a uh was is supposed to be a Comic Con exclusive? I imagine. Yeah. I imagine like they have to make like a two pack or a regular way for you to get Irma and Burn, uh, like at some point. And I have a feeling like when that happens, they're gonna do something to make us double dip. There has to be like a way for them to actually release it for like people who. I, I know that that window. It wasn't hard to get the Channel Six set, but. They have to have a way for it to, like a regular release, I imagine. But I, I don't. Yeah. At the same time, I don't because know. if we can get if we can get two Vernons, right? Then we have to we have to get another Irma at least. Like I'm okay with this being the only burn that we ever get. To be honest, I'm okay with this being the only burn to get. Like you know, I am in the camp of like I wanted two Vernons. Like you know, if they want to make a third Vernon, I am okay with that too. Oh, same. I love Vernon. <laughs> yeah. I think Vernon's great. And yes. Vernon, Vernon is in the show more than a lot of main characters you would think are. Yes, 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 exactly. Uh, no, like, but but yeah, I, I imagine we have to have like another way to get Irma or something like that. Maybe, maybe when they do, maybe when they do an updated uh, April or something like that, because no one, no one likes any action figure they ever made of April. So, uh, like, and so they they had said 
they they had been saying on Twitter that like she was most likely going to be an ultimate figure, like Trevor said, ultimate figure for April. Uh-huh. But I mean, like you can do you can do a two pack with the new April and an Irma. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. Whatever. And it's like everyone everyone will buy that. Yeah, yeah, everyone everyone one hundred percent will buy that. Uh, you know, uh, you, uh, you know. There's a like you know they find a way to do stuff like obviously they're the multi like multi million dollar company we're not we're just like you know the people who buy from them and uh, but I'm sure they have reasons for what they're doing uh, but uh, I am hoping we have to ha- we got to get a as you said we got, we got to get a Irma like lovesick Irma head we we just need that yeah. All right, so the last thing uh, we're going to talk about uh, the ma- uh, is actually uh, I'm going to let Mike talk about this because just to let you guys know, uh, the reason why I love having Mike in the show now is because I don't pay ten I don't pay too much attention to comic book news and I don't keep up with the comics as much as I should, and Mike does. So uh, you know, go ahead and let them know about this new IDW uh, four issue comic. All right, so drop, uh, the news dropped today uh, on Games Radar. Uh, they, had, they got the exclusive reveal for, uh, it's called ID, or I, it's a new comic from IDW called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures. Uh, it's a new four-issue miniseries coming in September that takes place in the 1987 cartoon continuity. Uh, so not a whole lot of information about this book yet, other than what I just told you, uh, it's going to be written by Eric Burnham, who is, you know, IDW TMNT royalty. Eric Burnham is fantastic. And so it's great to see him come back. Um, and the art is going to be by Tim Laddie, uh, who is a fantastic vintage artist who has done a lot of turtle stuff. Um, and if you ever watch him on stream on Twitch, uh, he just draws a lot of turtle stuff. He did he did a fantastic like arcade game uh, art piece that I really liked. Um, so to see his art on this book, um, it's I'm I'm so stoked for that. Nice, nice. I, I will say uh, I got to meet Eric uh, one year at Dragon Con. It was the year before uh, Rise actually came out because he he actually gave me some. Uh, tidbits on rise and everything oh and like so i thought that was pretty cool of him to give me that information uh but he drew us a michelangelo in our sketchbook and it is like it is like one of the like it looks awesome because it looks really like uh 1987 uh michelangelo and then we got a funny picture with him and uh our travel doll of Raphael. uh i I know we shared it with (laughs) I, I know we shared it on uh, moving our moving like Posha Twitter like years ago, but I got I got to scrunch that up. I got I got to find it again to share it again since he's doing this book. Yeah, it's relevant now, so you got to get it back out. I know I got I got to get it back out. Um, but yeah, uh, so things I'm really hoping for this um, one. I'm hoping like the sales will be will be really good. That like it's going to be like oh it's not a four issue thing. It's actually going to be a ongoing, uh, cause this would be a really great ongoing book. Uh, the other thing is uh, like, so I'm always like a little worried about like where it's like, Oh, we're being set in this continuity, but then like they lose the essence of the show to try to get the older audience. Like that's my problem with the, uh, the current boom, uh, mighty Morphin Powerger's uh, comic. I, I, I just simply mm. don't like it just because, uh, they just, they went for 
the people who grew up for with with uh, Power Rangers, but like who didn't actually continue watching the show, and so it just doesn't have like that Power Ranger feel to it. How, but like when they did Dark, but like when uh, back when it was back Kaboom and then Joe Comics, when they did Darkwing Duck with uh, uh, James Silvani, uh like he really made that feel like it was a continuation from the show, and actually, and like you know. I really want this to be an all ages comic, and just because just because mm. it's all ages does not mean it's dumbed down for kids. I just want it that like kids can enjoy it, but adult readers will get the references and also get that that joy of like from like the original show. Yeah, because that's that's one of my I don't want to say it's one of my pet peeves with the Turtles fandom, uh, but it it is kind of a thing in the Turtles fandom nowadays where like this is the baseline turtles for a lot of people like what you're seeing on here. And this art isn't really true to how they are in the cartoon. Yeah. And, and a lot of people think it is, and it's like, you're going to read the comic and it's going to be like, because I've already seen these complaints for shredders revenge. And it's like, Oh, like, it's too wacky, and it's like, well, it's based on 87. What did yeah. you expect? Yeah, yeah, the The original show was very wacky. I mean, you know, we're, Honor and I, we're halfway done of the series, and it is like, it does not get serious. Even, even the last three seasons of the show, when it was like, oh, we gotta make it more, like, serious and more X-Men and Batman, it was still wacky. It had still that wackiness in there. It just, they just softened down. Yeah, and it's like, so like I I won't begrudge like anybody that like wants a series of turtles like that's fine like right. you know Mirage two thousand three and IDW all exist for you right but, like don't force this into something that it's not and right right, right exactly when you when you had said that when you had said that to me earlier uh, when we were talking when we were planning tonight's show yeah. I was like you know what like you're right like. I really don't want this to end up like the Power Rangers comic because I fell off the Power Rangers comic a long time ago because, because exactly that. Right, 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 right. That's that's what happened with the. I mean, I I read the Power Rangers comic until Shattered Grid, and then once I once Same. I finished that, I was like, I'm I'm really done with this. I don't like you know like because like seriously like one it's supposed to be like a continuation from the show and but it's it, but it's like in present day, which is already weird. But then like like. They're killing off characters. That everything's all like, uh, everyone's all like drama, dramatized. There's like so much serious issues going on. We're like, no, Power Rangers was a campy show, and it's still a campy show. Like you know, uh, like the current series that's on Netflix is still like, it's still Power Rangers. It's still like, oh hey, we we go, we have school issues, and then we go fight a silly looking monster, then we eat pizza at the end, <laughs> and like. And you can do serious in, you know, in this continuity. Like, yeah, it, they did it in the miniseries, like in like you had just said, like Red Sky right. kind of made it a little bit more serious, yeah, but yeah. they didn't. But they still like had it was still turtles in the end. Right. So with this, like I, I fully trust Burnham. Like yeah. I, I got nothing. I had nothing but love for this. And it's like yeah. looking at the cover. You, you have Token Razor there. Bebop and Rocksteady right. are underneath. Yeah. Uh, the turtles, but then like my two favorite bad guys, Groundchuck and Dirtbag. Yeah, like 
and, and that's the thing is like I only like Ground Chicken Dirtbag from Manhattan Project because they were my favorite bosses uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to fight to fight in that game. So like seeing them like in Shredder's Revenge, and then I'm gonna finally watch that episode with with Dirtbag and Ground Chuck. Planet of the Turtleoids, yeah, yeah, that's us. That's the season five uh, op- uh, season premiere. I <laughs> uh, can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like, yeah, they're only in that episode. I, I, of course, like, I remember those characters uh, completely. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping like they don't, they don't lose the essence of the show. And uh, I mean, I will say like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Burnham. Like, I, when I talked to him about like back when he was like telling me about Rise of Ninja Turtles. He was telling me how much he was actually liking the show, and it, he actually he told me he was like, you know, kids are gonna love the show, but the fans are. He told me like the fans are gonna completely hate it, and like I mean, <laughs> yeah, and like uh, and this and was this was like before they revealed funny. that Raphael was gonna be the leader. It's funny because Tom Waltz told us the same thing. Yeah, he, uh, when we interviewed him last year. Uh-huh. Um, I asked him like what he thought of Rise, and he said he loved it. He thought it was amazing. He sat in the writers' room, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is this is some of the funniest stuff, right? That I've ever seen." Like Kevin Eastman loved it, right? But right. they all they all knew the fa- like they all knew the diehards were going to hate it, right? Right, exactly. And um, to be honest, we can have uh, something wacky, but still have a serious continuity with it as well. Because I mean. Rise did it, and like I mean, even like uh, shows like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, I'm like trying to think of some other uh, kid shows um, out there that like that had like you know had a, just a wacky premise, but then like you know just underneath that like all like the fun stuff they had like some serious undertones in there as well. Oh, Adventure Time! Adventure! Oh yeah, Adventure Time is a good one too. Yeah. Like that's that's how I describe Rise is like Rise is basically Turtles Adventure Time. You have a lot of slice of life silly episodes, but then you know, if you pay attention, the whole arc is building the entire show. Right. And then when you get to the finale, it's like, oh dang. Just as a reminder, Mike and I we do the news section live every Tuesday night, ten PM Eastern Standard Time. It might be, there might be days where it's uh, five or ten minutes late because, uh, you know, uh, trying to coordinate with uh, two people on two separate coasts, a little harder uh, than expected. But, uh, you know, uh, we do it. And also, I just wanted to give a reminder, uh, if you listen to the live uh, segment, there's a lot more content than we have in the audio podcast. And especially, uh, listen to this week's uh, news portion. If you want to hear what Mike and I we think of having a Ninja Turtles 1987 cartoon reboot, we go into a nice, good, lengthy discussion about that. That I decided was uh, too long uh, for for the podcast. But def- but you know, check it out on on YouTube uh, to listen to to that. We have like some like re- really cool like. Um, things to talk about and i do want to thank the people who watch live who gave us that subject to talk about that was actually really cool all right you ready to get into this week's episode honey yes this week we are looking at cbs season four episode three bebop and rocksteady conquer the universe this originally aired on september 15th 1990 
This was directed by Fred Wolf and it was written by David Wise. You want to give us a summary here, honey? Yeah. So in this episode, um, we see that the the communicator of the turtles is not working, and Donatello is trying to fix it. And at the same time, Mikey is worried about Zach and mentions Zach. Then, um, then we see the Zach that um, he's he's like being bullied by another kid and um, Bebo and Rocksteady they go and uh, stole a um, like a kind of machine like a gun kind of thing that from a scientist that um, uh, has this power to make people scared and um, so they stole it and then they use it on uh, when they see that the power of it then they, they want to use it on everyone on Shredder on Crank on Turtles, they use it on everywhere and they're uh, misusing of it. So then uh, Zack stole it from uh, from them and since the turtles also like uh, were affected by that, the Zack as a fifth turtle goes and stole it and tried to save the day and everything. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a pretty good description right there. <laughs> Uh, you know, so let's go ahead and start breaking down this episode. Before we break down this episode, uh, something uh, Michael Atkins did mention. He said last week uh, the the bad guys were trying to control the world by laughter, and this week the bad guys are trying to control the world by fear. Uh, so, uh, oh, that's a very good... Yeah, yeah, it was a really good uh, observation. He actually has some other uh, cool observations we'll get into when we cross into the episode. Uh, so the first thing I do want to talk about is the communicators, because for some reason... Donatello needs to fix, like, th- these communicators. And while he's fixing them, like, they're getting, like, this, like, strange radio broadcast, which, I don't know, to me, it sounded more like uh, that radio play World of the Worlds, where, like, like uh, Orson Welles was basically, like, uh, f- he fooled the entire country of U.S. thinking, like, there's aliens that are real. Because not when people were bro- listening to that broadcast, they didn't know it was a story. They just, they thought it was, like, since it was coming as a radio, they th- they thought, like, really aliens were coming in to invade the, uh, the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, like, uh, uh, it, it, it I, I'll have to, like, uh, tell you about that and, like, and everything. It's one of, like, the... One, one like, really strange, like, history uh, thing that happened. Like, uh, I, I don't know if it, like, how it changed media in the future. Because it's funny. Because, like, you know, now we have, like, TVs and movies and everything. I can't even imagine, like, someone tries to put, like, a broadcast out there. And, like, people will think it's real. Because like, as soon as, like, something happens, they're like, oh, no, no. That's a that's an advertisement, <laughs> like, uh, but all right. I do want to talk about I do want to talk about this because like when they're talking about it, they're like, oh, the squirrels are taking over the world, and they're like, you know, doing my like. They're, he was like talking some like ridiculous thing, and at one point, uh, the, uh, it sounded like the the uh, broadcaster uh, was saying. The squirrels are gonna are gonna use birth control, and I, and I had to rewind this a couple of times, and I just kept hearing birth control. So what they were saying? What they were saying is okay. Thankfully, <laughs> starting with the CBS episodes, because this is this was on a national network, we do have closed caption, and they're saying bot control. 
What's this bot control? Like, they're controlling us by, like, bots, like robots or something like that. Oh. It's just that I the... This... No, I thought something else, like, bot control. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just, like, it was just a weird thing. And even, like, I, I listened to it with the subtitles and everything, and, like, I'm like, what the heck? Like, why was it not, like, nut control? Or, like, I mean, I don't think that would sound better either either, either way. But, like, what, like how how does, like, bot and squirrels get related? Like, because, like, the, in other parts of, the of like, the radio broadcast, like, it was, like, squirrel puns. It's just, like, this one was, like, like, you know. And, like I said, like, my ear hurt something else. I had to, I really had to have the words. Because, like, you know... Uh, I mean, there's some sort of like science uh, that go that goes with this. Is that uh, like if you if you hear something, like you will you'll hear that, and unless if someone doesn't write it down, you'll only hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that's also like you know people like the, people also said like you know like if someone writes something down but they say something else. But you're, you're, the way that you look at something that's, like, written, you'll think that that person said what was written. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, some, some, yeah, some interesting stuff. Uh, something uh, Michael did write about the, the radio show. He said that the radio show that comes through Donnie's communicator at the beginning sounds like Coast to Coast AM. Uh, they were always, there were always talks of conspira conspiracies, aliens, etc. on that show. Loved it. Uh, I actually never heard of Coast to Coast AM. So when I re first read his email, the first thing I did was look it up. It was like a it was a uh, like a national uh, radio broadcast thing, like a syndication, uh, and that was going on. Like, and it mainly played like in the middle of the night. Like, uh, it wasn't like on like during like you know like your pr like your drive uh, hours. It was like mainly going on like. In like uh like times when like people are not like driving from work or anything like that, uh so uh I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Oh, I, I mean I looked at the I looked at like what the stuff was going. And I think the show's still going on too. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it was not like my kind of cup of tea. But uh but I, I like that insight. And after he pointed it out, I was like you know maybe this was supposed to be because i looked at it as world of the worlds but now but now he brought this uh radio podcast up called uh, coast to coast uh i'm thinking maybe maybe it was supposed to be that so while all this is going on like you know and they're like oh we can't communicate we can't like call Aaron and again of course they mentioned like oh we can't call april because you know april's the, the main person that the turtles call and then mikey brings up like just like how he brought up Baxter two episodes ago, which was technically last week, but because of CBS, uh, but he brings up, oh, what about Zach? We can't contact him either. And it, again, it's like one of these things, like, oh, we're gonna go bring up, we're gonna bring up a character we haven't like talked or seen about. Yeah, so random. So randomly, and just because like we like you know, and all of a sudden like you know, I wonder how he's doing. I'm really worried. Like Mike is like, I'm really worried about him now. I'm like. If you were worried about him, what had like, you know, we had like a good, we had technically two seasons, uh, before this, uh, because we had a syndicated season four and we had the European season and you didn't care, you didn't bring up Zach at all. Yes, and, even though when uh, when Leo mentioned 
uh, April, what if April be in danger or in trouble? Uh, even though that one was also random, but it was... But they really, always talk to April. Yeah, it makes more sense because April and, is always being kidnapped. Yeah, April's always being kidnapped. I mean, and like... But yeah, Zach, like... Zach shows up like once a month. I mean, I don't know, maybe like once every like four months. Uh, and like, you know... It all of a sudden, like, he's like, oh, what about Zach? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, again, it's just like that whole Baxter thing we talked about two episodes ago. It's like, like, you know, they bring him up just because we know that we're going to be talk- we're gonna have him in this episode. Because lo and behold, the next scene, we have Zach. And he's getting pushed around by a bully. A bully I want to make note that's uh, voiced by Pratt Fraley. And all I could just imagine, all I heard during the scene was just Krang bullying zach that's all i heard in the voice <laughs> i don't know if you heard it or not but i heard krang's voice <laughs> no i didn't hear. no but i'm sure you did hear zach say the full title of the show yes zach says the full title of the show we now return to teenage mutant ninja turtles not only he says the full title of the show even the bully who likes to talk like Krang also says the full title of the show. So we're going to have a sound effect. Yeah, we're going to have a sound effect with uh, with Anna's favorite voice. The creepy one. The creepy one, yes. That, 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 that noise like gives her nightmares. And that's why it's in the podcast. So why is like was, uh, was being bullied? What they wanted to like, I mean, mention that part? I, like... I think it's, this is supposed to represent, like, you know, Zach is kind of like a, like, you know, he's, he's kind of like a, just a... Weaker character. Like a weaker character. Uh, like, you know, especially, like, I mean, I can account for this, uh, like, you know, uh, when I was Zach's age, uh, like, I was, like, picked on and bullied on a, a lot, just because since I was smaller than a lot of people, and I had, like, uh, like, you know, well... I didn't really have strange interests, but I had a, this strange name, uh, like growing up. Uh, so uh, that was like that was like for for people who are insecure. That was like good thing. That was like you know ammo for like people to like Aww. pick on other people. And I think it's the fact like you know like I'm sure like people are just making like you know like characters of the show are probably making fun of Zach. Because of the fact, like, he's a big Ninja Turtle fan. He probably, he's probably one of those that, like, keeps talking about the Ninja Turtles. And, like, keeps mentioning, like, his, like, friends with them and everything. And, like, people are, and, like, so the bullies are going to be in, like, you know, going to be, like, jealous of this. And that's why they pick on him. Because of their, because bullies really have insecurities. I mean, that's why they're bullies. And if you're a bully listening to this podcast, don't be a bully. Look at your insecurity. You know, um, but, but yeah, that, but it was supposed to represent that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously Anna is like, you know, she was a popular girl and, and when she was in like school and everything. So, you know, she, she, she don't know what uh, bullies are like. No, to be honest, I, I, I also remember I, I was, I was bullied too. Aww. I, I don't know what, but, uh, I, I remember in a school bus one day, like, uh, two bigger kids, they came and, uh, took my backpack oh that's mean yes and i think they were looking into it i don't know but uh, i told my mom and my mom the next day came to school and they called those kids and uh 
that was the last. I don't know what my mom did in the school, but <laughs> that was the end of it. That was the end of it. Oh, gosh. So, um, I, I will say this. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've never been in a fight uh, and uh, like or, at all in my life. But the closest time I actually had like a bully, because I had a bully keep threatening to beat me up uh, because I got this kid in trouble and it was uh, and like you know it was my fault that he got in trouble not the fact that he did something wrong uh and like i was the only person to speak up on it because i'm that's actually a brave thing to do i'm just telling you this right now <laughs> like but like you know it was it, like you know it was like oh you got me in trouble. I uh, and I, I mean, I look. I looked at him. I was like, dude, I didn't get you in trouble. You got yourself in trouble, and no, no one else was. Everyone else was too afraid to say anything. Um, but yeah, he actually kept threatening to beat me up, and like, I mean, the teachers like the teachers knew about it. They they're trying to like protect me, and then like I also had like friends that were trying to protect me and everything, and I'll never forget. It was, uh, we were on a field trip and like, and then he was like, oh, we're outside of school property. He was like, I can do whatever I want. And he was like, he was ready to fight me. And he was like, right here, right now. And I said, okay. And like, I mean, and like my friends are like, are you going to fight him? I was like, no, I'm not going to fight him. And like, and like, he was like, I mean, everyone's like all crying around. He's like ready to hit me. I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm like half your size. You you want to like prove a point that you're going that you can like uh that, that you can beat me up anyone could beat me up i pointed at a girl and said she could beat me up like what, what are you gonna do like all it's gonna do is just like you know and i was like we're not even in school guess what like the cops are gonna come and get, and get you and you'll go back to uh he was in juvenile hall because he was a troubled kid and everything and like my friends were ready to stand up he was like dude we're gonna get this guy and i was like no he's not worth it and i walked away and, and he never bothered me then because I totally embarrassed him. <laughs> and he could never talk to me after that because, uh, like, he just like, he just thought I was just going to, like... Fight back? He, he, thought, he, thought, he thought I was going to fight back. And, like, he was so ready to do that. And I said, dude, no, it's not worth it. I don't care. I was like, I was like, let him do whatever. And like, you know, and then like the teachers, I mean, I mean, he got in trouble with, he still got in trouble with the teachers because guess what? All the teachers saw, like he, he was afraid to beat me up outside of school property. And then I don't, I can't remember what, like, I just remember he got in trouble. We didn't see him for like a few days. You put him into double trouble. I put him into double trouble. Well, the second time he tried to beat me up. <laughs> For, for a for a first time, I can't remember what he did. Like, I, I, like he, he like he ripped someone's like book apart or something like that. Uh, like or something like because like it, he did something to damage someone's like thing, and like everyone saw it. And and the teacher was like, "Who did this?" And uh, like no one was saying anything. And he, I mean, you know, uh, and I said, "Oh, he did it." <laughs> like and like they're like oh, and they're and you know even the teacher said like oh don't it's like don't don't get Jason in, in um in in trouble he did the right thing you did you you guys did the right thing and like I mean they're all like you know because of like my size I was like you know I'm a short person and I I like you know I was like I don't know probably I was like what 14 I was like not even I was like 60 or 70 pounds I was very small like. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, 
now, like, you know, now I'm just short. Like, you know, I'm not, like, uh, deathly ill skinny anymore. But at that time, like, you know, my parents were concerned, like, you need to eat, son. Now, now, now my parents are like, you need to stop eating. <laughs> and they're like, don't you run? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> You were you were a tiny boy. Now you're a man. Yes, now I'm a man. That's right. I'm a man now. <laughs> you're a man with all muscles and everything. I, I'm a man, all muscles and everything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that 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 was my bully story. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, hopefully, I don't, I'm hoping none of you guys listening have bully stories because I don't. I'm hoping none of you guys got like bullied around. But that was my that was my big like I I like I always got picked on. As a kid, but this was like my oh, someone is ready to beat me up kind of thing, and uh, and this is how I took care of it, and like you know, uh, I'm just saying, I'm hoping none of you guys have a story like this because it's not fun, and I can still tell you that day uh, at that field trip when everyone was crying around me and he put up his hands ready to hit me. I, in my mind, I was like, I am scared. I am scared. I am scared. And I could not show him that. The, because the last thing they want, because they want fear from you. And the last thing you want to do is show, show fear. Aww. And yeah, I had to, I had to like do it. And like, I mean, uh, to be honest, if it wasn't, if it wasn't shows like Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers or uh, like, you know, like Batman, like all of these like superhero shows, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that. Oh, uh, so. That was cute. Yeah, thanks. I'm hoping no uh, little boy or little girl or any human uh, go through this. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping, uh, I'm really hoping for that. But yeah, uh, yeah, that was just, yeah, that, that was my story. But, you know, all right. So, as I said, I was scared. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, like, so to tie this into Ninja Turtles, you know, Roxanne and Bebop, they go into Earth, and Shredder and Krang send them out to get this ray called the Exiatron ray. Yes. Right, and... But, uh, I wanted to mention something oh. before this. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So when uh, when Mikey was mentioning Zack, and he was kind of, like, upset and worried for the Zack, um, he covered his uh, eyes like he's crying. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, my poor little amigo. Yeah, and then something but so out of character from Raphael, he put uh, Mikey's head on his shoulder and was like... Uh, oh, Raph com- comforted Michael H? I didn't pay attention to that. Yes. Oh, that... I mean, you're right. That's like out of Raphael's character. But here's the thing. I don't think it's that much out of his character because Raphael... I think Raphael is like that, that like, that brother that like, you know, even though he makes fun of everybody and like, doesn't show emotion, I think like deep down, like, you know, the times like we don't see him, like when he's not on camera, I think deep down he's like, you know, no, I love my brothers. And like, it's like, you know, uh, I, I mean, I've always like said this in my, in like my, my head canon, I've always said in every incarnation, uh, Leo is the oldest, and that's why he's the le- he's the leader. And Mikey is the youngest because, and that's why he's the most immature one. And I, I like probably like Raphael is probably like, oh, this is like my younger brother. I need to protect him. Mm, I cute. Yeah, that's what you know. I mean, I 
I know in Rise, it's different. I mean, you know, that's why Raph is the leader, because he's the oldest. But I'm just saying, that's like, that's the way I always like, whenever I see the Ninja Turtle team, I always like feel like, I always like, in my mind, I always think that Leo's the oldest and Mikey's the youngest. And then like Donnie and Raph, they can just be at any age. Because like, when you're in the middle, I, I don't know, she's in the middle. Uh, it doesn't matter what age you are, you're, <laughs> you're in the middle. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you know this from experience. I mean, how, how many times like has your brother and your younger sister got like more special treatment than you? Exactly, because like when you're older, you 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 can like request more respect, more like decision making, this kind of stuff. When you're younger, you're like uh, you can do unmature stuff, like be a younger person and <laughs> yeah, yeah, be a sport. When you're in the middle, I'm like, eh. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, because, like, because, like, unfortunately for you, you're, like, 100% in the middle. Because, I, because like, uh, so, her her brother is, like, what? Her, your brother is, like, what, four years older than your older sister? Yes. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, so, so, there's, so, there's her, her brother, who's, like, kind of, like, already outside of, like, the, the three sisters, and like because like the way the way Anna's like family is is like there's there's her there's her brother and then there's like the three sisters and the, 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 the because the three sisters are you guys are really close to age yes yeah and so like One year apart. yeah yeah so like so you guys are already in like another group that's like outside your brother because you know your brother is a boy and not and like you know you're three girls so if from that group. Your since your sister is the oldest, she already like bosses you two around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh what was there uh, anything else you wanted to uh, talk about before we go into Beaver Rock City? You know the people who are in the title of this episode. No. All right. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Uh, they are tasked to get the Exiatron array from unbridled technologies building and like you know there's the building just has ut and it says building on it so i was like oh hey uh but uh vernon mentions later what the what, what the building's called uh but did you catch what the scientist's name was no what was it all right so here's the deal you know how do you remember like a few episodes ago we were like you know sponsored uh by uh thor <laughs> thor four you know because uh like, uh, because that, that was all the Norse god stuff, and it was about, like, the son of Thor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Disney Plus, they sponsored us again, because, you know, they love us, and we did such a good job with the Thor, uh, trailer sponsorship, that, that Disney, Disney Plus wants you to know that starting this week, Doctor Strange 2, the, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of, uh, of Madness is streaming on Disney Plus that you can watch right now for no extra fee. Uh, because the doctor is named Dr. Lestrange. I actually had to like check the um, the, the subtitles again uh, for this one because at first when they first said the doctor's name, I swear I heard Dr. Strange. They just put, there was a lot in there. Uh, but I, I, I really was like, Dr. Strange? Like, really? Like, I know there was no movie at this time, but still, Doctor Strange was a still a, uh, a highly known doc, uh, Marvel character in the Marvel Universe from the comics. But yes. But yes, uh, thank you, Disney Plus, for sponsoring. 
this week's episode. And as I said before, be sure to check out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, streaming now on Disney Plus, starting this week. I, yeah, like technically. And it's, Disney Plus, don't be shy if you really wanted to sponsor us. Yes, 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 don't yes, 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 Disney Plus. Don't be shy. <laughs> we give you so much money anyway. Just go ahead and just sponsor us. It, like, trust us. You're not going to lose money from us because we'll still be buying stuff from you guys, Disney. I feel people are rolling eyes right now. Oh, I feel everyone's like rolling eyes. This is... <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just... But yeah, I, I just thought the, the doctor's name was funny. And this is the only scene we see him. So, like, you know, well, obviously it's not like going to be our Thor sponsorship where we keep mentioning it because we're not going to... Uh, like you know we don't, we don't have dr strange to talk about anymore but yeah uh be and Roxy, they steal the they steal the ray they zap the ray on the poor doctor <laughs> and like i guess but the, the people of Roxy, when they come uh from the portal the portal is again in the is not um it's like they fall from the sky yeah 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 when they came in they, they fall from the sky uh it is like it is our normal blue portal we don't have like those strange like red and green lines anymore that the uh european season gave us yeah but before the portal yeah yeah like... before it would just be a doorway yes yeah you know oh you know i, I want to mention this uh too uh, this, this is, i'm also going off tangent again because i wanted to mention this i, I mean i kept wanting to bring this up uh because like because in the theme song when Shredder comes um uh he comes through the portal and everything mm-hmm. uh well also in the theme song you know we have like the turtles and we have like you know like you know Leonardo leads Donatello does machine Raphael's cool but rude and then we get to Michelangelo and he's a party dude and I know you briefly mentioned this when we talked about the new theme song. But I want I wanted to bring this up uh, again because I don't I felt like when you brought it up I didn't get what the context was. But when they say Michelangelo is a party dude, he jumps he jumps in the middle of the street and then like these foot soldiers come and like beat him up and like I I am kind of like how is that a party dude? How is him getting mugged and being overran by foot soldiers? Like, he is like, oh, you know what? No, he's the party dude right there. I'm like, no, that's the victim right there. Like, no, that's, that. That's all, uh, we need to call 911 right now. There's a guy being mugged in the street and someone just had a camera on them and not doing anything. Where are his brothers? I'm just hoping our smart devices are not picking up what you say <laughs> i'm hoping for so too but yeah i just i just want to bring that up uh like you know uh, it was something we sh- i it was something like i said i think anna brought this up when we talked about the theme song i just didn't get it uh at that time but then like after we've been watching this new theme song for a while and then I, I, I really was i was like he's getting beat up and like this is his like this is part of the song where like you know because in the original theme song he's just like spinning in like some disco ball yes, thing and like this one is like and Michelangelo's the party dude and like and then like you know we have all the foot soldiers come in and like just beat him up and we don't see what happened to Mikey like <laughs> I'm like what yes exactly <laughs> like, like this is how we do it like you know. <laughs> This is not a good party. This is not a good, no. No, that's an awful party. That is like, <laughs> that is like 100%. Like, that, that, that's like, you know, one of those parties where like, you know, 
someone gets drunk and says the wrong thing and then like the guy and all of his friends like be like no we get this guy out <laughs> like <laughs> this is not the kind of party <laughs> that Michelangelo should be in but so going back to Roxanne and Bebop uh you know not into the theme song uh and, and again uh, you know I wanted to mention this again uh, this is a perfect opportunity to bring Roxanne Bebop in the theme song. And, like, you know, I'm, like, we have, like, they had, like, April for a brief second, which is, like, so forgettable. Like, like, you know, we've determined who the main characters of this show is. Why couldn't Roxanne Bebop at least be there uh, with, like, Shredder when he comes in through the portal? Yeah, I think people understand more important than... Foot Clan. Yeah, why is they're more important to Foot Clan? You know, maybe maybe when, like, ex instead of, like, Mikey gets beat up by the Foot Soldiers when he's a party dude, like, that Bebop Rock City, like, dance with Michelangelo in the middle of the street. Exactly, it would be more funny. <laughs> that would be more, much more funny. Alright, but yeah, so going back to Bebop Rock City, uh, they, uh, so now they're, like, you, you know, using the device more, and then there's this over-muscle bodybuilder who's eating a Piece of cotton candy. <laughs> that's that's funny. Which bodybuilder eat cotton candy? That's exactly what I wrote. What muscle bodybuilder eats cotton candy? Uh, like really, I want you guys to go to the gym. I want you guys to go to the gym and like talk to the people who are like one hundred percent working out, and uh, you see their defined muscles and anything. And I want you to ask them. What did they? What what kind of sweets they add? So just ask them. No, what ask them when was the last time you ate cotton candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ask them. What, ask them. No, ask them when was the last time they ate candy. <laughs> because you know what they're gonna tell you? They're gonna tell you, oh no, we don't touch that. It's like no, no, no. I eat like I mean they're like oh I eat protein mix like you know like right out the can <laughs> like you know not like like they like you you know how they have those muscles because they don't eat that fun stuff. You know how I have this great dad bod? Because I eat so much candy. <laughs> <laughs> I, they should be zapping me um, like with the cotton candy. That would make more sense than yeah, like, oh, exactly. this like muscle bodybuilder. Like, you know, like, like he should have had a son or something like that. Like he was holding the cotton candy for his son. <laughs> like, I, like, I really was. I was like, what? Bodybuilders eating candy. I don't know they did that for fun. I, I know they put it for fun because like it was supposed to be like one of those things like you know you laugh. like yeah to laugh because like oh ha they got like you know they got like this over muscle guy to like uh to like give to give his candy to to be to be from Rocksteady and um like you know it's just like yeah like I I don't know like it was just weird. Like, this is weird that he had candy. And, I mean, I'm just going to say this. The writers of Ninja Turtles, probably not bodybuilders. They're, they're probably, like, you know, maybe, maybe they might have had a friend that was a bodybuilder, but I'm sure themselves, no. Uh, like, you know, they, they just, they just want to do a funny gag. Uh, and so, so after Roxanne and Bebop, like, you know, they do that, then, like, Shredder, like, calls them, and, he, and like, oh, did you get the device? Like, oh, you need to come to the Technodrome and everything. And then, like, Roxanne Bebop was like, hey, we have this device. Why do we have to take orders from from them? And so, Ro Roxanne Bebop, they zap uh, Shredder and Crank. That was a smart thing. That, that was actually the most smart thing 
that they did in like in this whole entire series yes like i mean because they usually do the dumbest things and like here they're like oh hey we can rule the world by ourselves we don't need the these people like you know we just took that we just stole candy from a muscle uh bum guy like a uh, muscle head guy there you go uh so they do this and like so shredder crank Shredder and Crane get scared. They and there's like a moment I thought I thought this was a pretty cool thing. Unfortunately, this doesn't happen to any other character. But yeah, uh, but this doesn't happen to uh, any other. This doesn't happen to any other character. But I, I wish it did. But like because Shre we see like Shredder gets this image. Uh, I think both Shredder and Crane, but more Shredder get the image of the foot soldiers, and they they almost look like they they morphed into demons. The laser thing on the. Foot soldiers, right? No, they put the laser on uh, Shredder and Crank. But it affected on the... No, no, it, because it affected their minds where, because like they're scared. And instead of seeing them with foot soldiers, they saw the foot soldiers as demons. Like that was like what they... That oh, was what they imagined what they because imagined. like now they're scared of everything. Uh-huh. And so like... So it was kind of like when like... Uh, I don't know, when people like get, um, I don't know, drugged or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a cool effect. I really liked it, and I kind of wish they showed it for other characters. It, like because like we only got that brief second with Shredder and Krang, where they see like the foot soldiers as like these like monster kind of demon stings. But like because uh, like later on we with the turtles do it. Like you know like everyone else that um uh, that that does get it. Like we don't get like that image of like what they see. It it was just cool seeing it with uh, Shredder and Krang, and like you know um. Uh, I will say, uh, throughout this episode, like, we have, like, small snippets of, uh, Shredder and Krang, uh, and there, there, there's, like, some, like, fantastic, um, uh, moments of it, uh, like, where, like, they're scared and everything, and they're trying, yeah, it's just, like, we keep cutting back to Shredder and Krang throughout this episode for, like, you know, like, two or three minutes, and then we go back, like, it's very different from most episodes, because most episodes, when we cut to the Technodrome, we're there for a good while. There's a good scene in there. And then, like, but this one is just more of, like, hey, what's going on with Shredder and Krang? Okay. And then, like, okay, let's move on. Yes. But also, I, I, don't know, I think we forgot to mention that when people were in Rock City came, uh, Zack uh, saw them. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Zack is in this episode. I forgot about him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Zack saw uh, uh, Roxanne and Bebop and... Uh, Zach is trying to contact the turtles, but he can't because the communicators aren't working. Uh, so, like, so he's following Roxette and Bebop, and, like, you know, he's, like, basically just trying to get the turtles, like, you know, so he, so, like, he can let the turtles know what Roxette and Bebop do, and, like, you know, like, you know, Zach puts on the headband and everything, ready so to... So, a question about the, the Zach headband. Yeah. Is it white, green, and red together? You know, that's a great question. I think, I mean, I think it's just more of, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it was intentional because like in the original comics, all the turtles had uh, red headbands. I mean, I know the people who made the show knew that. Um, and they're the, they're actually, they're them and the, the playmates were the ones who were saying, oh, hey, we need to change the Ninja Turtles uh, headbands to be different colors because we can't sell the same toy four times. Uh, so I don't know if it's supposed to be homage to that or or if it's just like, or they're just like, oh, we need to give him like 
we don't want to give him like just a plain green one. Let's give him like you know something like to represent one of the headbands of the cult of the turtles, and they just chose Raph because I think the first idea makes more sense to me. Yeah, I think, like I said, I'm not. I mean, I don't want to give them more credit than they deserve because. I mean, you have to understand, like, some of the stuff that we're thinking, like, oh, they did it because of this? No, some of it is a happy accident. You got, you really got to understand this. But, and, like, and the thing was that, like, I know, if if he was designed as an action figure, then I would say, yes, that's why. Because I'm pretty sure that action figure, the, the action figure des- toy designer totally thought of that. But, Zach... Never got an action figure until this year from NECA, which, I mean, this was long overdue. So, so Zack was like a character that was made specifically for the show and not for a toy. Mm-hmm. So, but, but like I said, it could be. Um, and it, it could be because of, like, it was supposed to be an homage to the original comics. And so, I'm going to go with that, but still know that it could have been a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, until I can, I mean, I would love to hopefully talk to people that we can actually get more information. Uh, Like, you know, the people uh, that I have been able to talk to, uh, unfortunately, uh, don't have time to come on for a podcast. Like, I mean, uh, they don't have, like, some of this information. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, But, yeah, so we have Scare Shredder, and then... Uh, I just I also wrote this um, because the, here like he, we have like Roxanne and Bebop they're just kind of like walking down the streets and they're just like you know this is like where they're actually like going to City Hall to like you know uh, to take over the mayor and everything but before they go into City Hall there's a store that's just called Store <laughs> yes. I just thought it was funny I was like or and, like the mail that says U.S. mail yeah U.S. mail but at least like the U.S. mail like that was. That 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 was like mail, like you know the 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 U.S. mail actually did like kind of say that it would actually say like the U.S. post office. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean we had mailboxes, we have mailboxes that kind of uh that kind of do that. Uh, but like it's just like the fact is it just says store. We, what kind of store? We don't know. We just like you know store. Just, yeah, store. Uh, and like later in this episode, there's a hotel. It just says hotel. <laughs> like, like what what like you know? Are you the Hilton? No, we're a hotel. Just go in here. When the kids um, paint, they write the name hotel. You're right, 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 exactly. This is this was definitely like they just did not have like any like time, like just any creativity of like oh this is a toy store, this is a you know like whatever kind of store. It was just it's a store. All right, move on. Like who's gonna pay attention to this? Other than two people who looked at this episode thirty five years thirty five. The 35th anniversary of the show coming out. <laughs> and they're going to question everything. They didn't write for us. <laughs> they did it for the... They did it for, like, you know, when Jason was, like, eight. Eight, eight, And I didn't care. Uh, there's going to be something else I'm going to mention. I wrote it down. I'll see if uh, Anna caught it, too. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, there's no way you, you were eight and you're making yourself older than what you are. I'm making myself older? I can't... Okay, I... I I'm trying to think. When this episode came out, I mean, because when the show came out, I was six. Yeah, I was six when the show came out. When this episode came out, oh no! When this episode came out, I was a uh, nine. This this particular episode, I was nine. Okay, so from this episode, 
It's not a 35 years anyway. No, no. no uh, the show, th this year is the 35th anniversary for the show. Yeah. From the beginning. From the beginning, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, because the show started in 1987. And, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, Mike and I, we talked about uh, what the comics are doing for the uh, 35th uh, anniversary. Uh, so, you know. But this was the first time that we say, uh, I mean, I think so. We see the American flag in this. I didn't pay attention. I think you're right. I mean, obviously, we didn't see the American flag in the European episodes, um, but I think you're right. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe another episode had an American flag. But yeah, because uh, we saw the American flag in the um, in the city hall, yeah. obviously, because like, you know, there's like, you know, it's the New York mayor, uh, you know, BM Rocksteady to go in and they're like, hey, we're mayor now. They, you know, they zap everyone. They're like, ha we're mayor now. And uh I think it's the next scene. I didn't. I didn't write it down when, but I did like at one point. Uh, Roxanne and Bebop they were making the uh, rules, and they said like every day is a holiday except for Sunday. Everyone has to work on Sundays. I'm just saying, Roxanne, Roxanne, Bebop, if you want to come over here in Atlanta and like zap our current mayor and only make it that we all that oh. Uh, we only work on Sundays. I am okay with that. I am okay with that. As long as my salary does not change, do it. I'm okay with working on Sundays and having the other six days off. Uh, um, but yeah. So now this is like when we cut into uh, April and Vernon. This is the only scene with uh, Vernon, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, like, you know, oh, we forgot to mention that like Mikey was mentioning that there's a new... Uh, Gorgonzola movie that's being filmed uh, in New York. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Vernon brings it up because in Tokyo or in New York. Uh, New York. Be like it's the okay. So so Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola is uh, a parody of Godzilla, and Godzilla. The Godzilla movies were filmed in Tokyo, and they're supposed to take place in Tokyo. At when this episode aired. There still was not an American like Godzilla movie. Uh, American Godzilla movie didn't come out till like the late '90s. I know when it came out because I was working in the movie theater when it came out, and the people uh, I can't remember what company that released it, but like they were expecting that movie, the American Godzilla movie, to be like as big as Jurassic Park. They were like, "Oh, this is gonna be huge and everything," especially because they I think it was the year before was Lost World, the second Jurassic Park movie, and it was, like, bigger than what everyone expected it to be. So, like, they thought that this Godzilla movie was going to be that big as well. And, I mean, the representation of... The, the representatives of the movie came. They gave us instructions. I mean, we had to, like, go through... We couldn't reveal what Godzilla looked like, so we had all these posters and pins and everything that had his face, and we could not... We couldn't display it until the movie came out like uh like i think like two days after the movie came out we couldn't like so we had like all this stuff because they're like oh no we can't show what godzilla looks like i mean like and we all knew what godzilla looks like uh but because we worked in the movie theater uh but uh we weren't allowed to show show it or anything like that and they're like oh no and like i mean we were given all these specific instructions about this and everything and then like they're telling like they made they scheduled so many people like uh, like, uh, me included, where we had to, like, basically go there, and we had to direct the people, like, to the movie theater. We had to make sure that they didn't go to the wrong theater, because this was going in four different theaters. Uh, and, like, we had to make sure, like, because they were like, 
these theaters, they're like, they're telling us these theaters are going to sell out. We don't want to make, we want to make sure that uh, people don't like go into the wrong theater. And then all of a sudden uh, you have like uh, a theater with empty seats and everything. And we're like, so, you know, we're getting all this prepared. And then here comes opening day. Uh, it was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. And we're like getting prepared for Godzilla. And like, you know, I mean, all of us are out there working and we're like, ready like you know with all this and stupid instructions and everything we're all ready to get for these people like the crowds and like because like we just came out of like titanic like at this point titanic was like uh the 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 hype for titanic is finally like died down and like i think titanic was still in theaters um but it was like in one theater and like but it wasn't like crazy busy for titanic anymore but like you know we're Get, like, get, getting ready for this. And then here comes the crowds for Godzilla. And we're waiting for the crowds for Godzilla. We're, we're still waiting for the crowds of Godzilla. Because they never came. Uh, like it was complete. It was just a complete. Not what they were expecting. It was like. We were like oh you're here to see Godzilla. And and like it was like. We were expecting a line. It was like oh. And they're like oh which theater I'm supposed to go to. And we're like yeah go whatever. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're like all four are empty. <laughs> like they're like if you want to wait 10 minutes. You can go to this one and get better seats. Um, like I mean it was. Oh gosh. It was like nowhere near. And like, like the thing was like. This movie was like. Uh, it left the screen, so or like the like the after the first week, it went down to two theaters, and after like uh, three weeks, it went it was down to one theater. It was like I mean Fair. this it was a failure. It was a complete failure. I mean, and I'm sure I can't I still can't remember. I think it was Universal. I can't remember, um, but like I'm sure like they're like oh we we like you know like they spent all that money and everything just to have. Not like they they really were like they thought this was going to be the next Jurassic Park and it was not even close to what Jurassic Park was. Poor producer. I know, poor poor producers. Uh, but yeah. So and uh, obviously, uh, that's what Vernon was thinking. With this Vernon Burn, uh, Thompson was probably thinking of this Gorgonzola movie because April's like, oh, I'm gonna go look at the unbridled technology uh, robbery, and Vernon's like, no. We want you to go uh, record for the uh, Gorgonzola movie. And I lo April, at this point, was you. 100% was you. Because she was like, who's Gorgonzola? <laughs> and Vernon was me. Where I had to be like, you know, like, he... Uh, he goes around, terrorizes Tokyo, eats people. Like, you know, he was just like... Basically, I mean, he's basically uh, explaining Godzilla. But, like, I mean... What was that? Uh, now that he says, uh, I'm... Rudolph, the Red Rose Reindeer. <laughs> that, was, I, that was one of our funny discussions. That, that was one of our funny discussions because I was, I was telling her about Rudolph and like she was like, who's Rudolph? I was like, you know, the reindeer with the red nose that lights up. And she was like, who? I was like, how do you not know Rudolph? Yes, you were like so like. How come you don't know it? Like I don't know it. Like I, I know. I mean, it was just like it was something else. Was like, how do you not know? Like you, you. It was almost like you just told me you didn't know who Santa was. I know you know who Santa was before you came to this country. But I was like, how do you not know Rudolph? I'm like, like, 
Like, it was just, it's it's something. Like, I think everyone should know. Like, you know, and like... I asked my sister. I don't think she still knows it. You know what? I, I'm going to I'm gonna ask both of them. I, and your brother. Because we talked about your whole entire family in this <laughs> podcast. I'm going to ask all of them. And I'm, I'm sure they know who Rudolph is. I think you have to make a movie. Go to you and ask uh, all the people. See, like, how many people know Rudolph. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't think you, you can find five. <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm going to find out. Uh, but yeah, but I love Vernon. Vernon goes and says, you are culturally, you're, you're a cultural illiterate. And I just, I really laughed at that. I mean, I felt Vernon's pain because this really, this really was a conversation. If you really want to know what a private conversation between Anna and I are, watch the scene. There was another we, conversation that we had, uh, I don't know what was it, but then uh, I came to the uh, to the room and I I told you that oh this uh, this Tin Titan movie is very funny and then you said what it's a Tin Titan. I all right before I reveal what she said, I want you guys to hear what she said. I'll, like you know pause the podcast and I want you to know I want you to try to figure out what show she's talking about. <laughs> All right, she, uh, honey, what's the title again? Teen Titan. All right, Teen Titans. <laughs> Our son was watching Teen Titans Go for the very first time, and he was laughing. And Anna was like, "Oh, this is really funny." And like, you know, Anna already forgetting that we went to go see it in theaters like three times when it came out because I loved the movie. <laughs> that was like that, that was like my favorite movie of the year. Until Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse came out. Then, like, I saw that in theaters, like, 11 times. Uh, but, yes. I, I I can't even even try to pronounce how she pronounces it. I mean, but, I, but yeah, when she told me, I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? Oh, gosh. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, so, at this point, this is, like, where uh, Zach actually was able to contact the turtles because Dantel finally fixed the communicators and they're like oh hey like you know again like oh hey we were just talking about you Zach you know we didn't talk about you you know like for 40 episodes but hey now you now that you're contacting us uh but yeah the, so Zach tells tells them about uh Rocksteady and and Bebop and so uh you know the turtles uh go in and uh they uh, they they go out. Uh, they go after him. Uh, they go after him in uh, City Hall, right? I can't remember at this point. I didn't write like where they. Yes, I think it's a, this is City Hall, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the mayor. Uh, so I want to make a correction from last week. Last week I said that that was the last episode that Mikey uses his nunchucks. Uh, he does not use his nunchucks in this episode, but he has it in his hand for like I don't know, like thirty seconds, and it's also on his belt. Uh, so he technically still has his nunchucks. He doesn't actually use them. He just like, but he has it in his hand. Like he's like going to do something with it, but he doesn't. So, uh, yeah, this, the, I, I was like, oh, he does have his, like, I was like, okay, he has, he just doesn't use, use it like he did in the last episode. Cause in, the, in last week's episode, he was actually swinging it. This one, he just like, I don't know, holds it like a candy bar. And then they, uh, uh, people on Dark Study do the laser on them and... Yes. They get scared and they try to escape. Right, uh, they try to escape. I, I want to talk about this because, you know, they go down the 
elevator shaft, like, you know, because there's no elevator, they, they go they go down the cables. Did this scene look any familiar to you when, they, when they're going down the elevator? I'm just Spider-Man? curious. Was it? No, not not Spider-Man. Like, have did you see that image of the of the turtles, the four turtles? Oh, <gasps> yes, yes. It was one of like like one of the action uh, scenes that they um, they're going to the action. Right. So in the cre- ever since uh ever since season four started, even syndicated season four, this has been the image that they put on their credits. Ah. Uh-huh. This is that. I saw that my mind is making this so. Right, 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 right. No, I wanted to see if like if, if it was like if it just like stripped like triggered in you or anything like that. No, it did because yeah. the, but I thought that I'm imag- I'm imagining or something. Right, right. But yes, that but yeah, that is like that's we've been seeing that in the credits except for the uh European season. The European season the credits uh just was doing the the theme song over again. So yeah, if you remember back in the back when we started syndicated season uh, four, like the credits was replaced because before it was like April and the turtles like in the sewer when they're trying to find the technodrome, and now for the next uh, oh gosh uh, three seasons I believe uh, it's gonna be this image. So uh, you know get used to this image because we're gonna see it a lot during the credits. Mm. Uh, so I believe I believe uh, season seven. Um, is going to be, uh, um, like, I'm like 90, I'm 90% sure. Like I have to like look it up. I'm trying, I'm going off my memory, but I believe season seven is like when they, uh, when they change the credits, uh, uh, screen cap. And, and actually the next one is not a screen cap. It's just, it's all like black and everything. So they can like, that's like when, that's like basically when they're like, oh, Hey, we can put advertisements on during the credits, uh, from now on. Oh. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to mention that. Also, I wanted to mention, uh, because, you know, uh, Rob from, uh, Tales of the Ninja Turtles, uh, podcast, which you could totally check, you should totally check that out. Uh, really cool, uh, podcast. And I, I like, I like that he's been also, uh, teaming up with, uh, with also Zach when, and they're talking about the comics and everything. Uh, but he likes it when I, when I mentioned about this. Mikey does do his long cowabunga scream, and this is for you, Rob. Mikey goes cowabunga, well, as he like you know slides down the elevator shaft. I'm just hoping our four-year-old, not four-year-old, our two-year-old, our three-year-old didn't wake up for me uh, shouting cowabunga like really loud and long. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So. Uh. A few. Uh. A few things I want to mention because like uh, I mentioned before that like. Throughout this episode, uh, Shredder and Krang are kind of like cut in and out, like where they're kind of like, oh, uh, we're scared. We need to figure out like how to like solve this and everything. Uh, and uh, something something I liked and also uh, Michael Atkins actually wrote about this too. Uh, at one point, Shredder's getting scared and he's kind of like moving around. And uh, Michael says this. He says that I like the subtle uh, metal rattling as uh, Shutter shivers. That's really good Foley work. And like, yeah, I, I agree. Like at one point when he's shaking, we hear like his uh, armor kind of shaking around, and it's actually a really cool like detail uh, that they did. Um, I wish they did it more uh, of it, like because I wish they didn't do it just for the just for his line that says. Oh, uh, my, my armor is shaking. Like, 
Um, I, I, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Like, because they pointed it out, and I wish they, they did more than just point it out for the pointing out scene. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did like that, because it really did add to it. It was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, uh, sometimes we take his armor for granted, because, like, you know, we just, uh, like, you know, we just, we're just used to him, like, just wearing it. So, uh, it, it was just nice to have some sound effects to go with it. Uh, well, it was a very cute scene that Krang and Shredder were scared. Yes. Uh, I can't... I didn't write... I didn't write uh, when this happens, but... One of my favorite scenes of them, like, you know, with this intercutting thing... Uh, I loved when, like, they for, they're like, okay... Uh, okay, you, you, you go and, like, go to the computer and, like... And Shredder goes, you go. Then Krang goes, you go. Like, you go. You go. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I can't. I don't think I wrote it down in my notes, like when they do it. Uh, but it's really like the the Krang and Shredder scared scenes were really cool, and I actually really liked how they intercut during the episode uh, with it. Like you know, I like I said, normally normally like like the, the Technodrome scenes, they're like you know at least like three to four minutes long, and then like we don't hear from them again. I like that like throughout this episode, they like we just kept getting reminders of Shredder and Krang. I really like how they edited edited it in this episode. Uh, so, all right, I want to talk about the movie filming because it's a, a first a news reporter like like in the middle of the filming. I thought it was kind of weird. Like that would be like our local news uh, going in. Marvel filming Marvel. like filming like the scenes of the Marvel movies like you know like oh hey this is channel 2 action news and we're filming we're filming what's going on in Avengers Endgame right now yeah. like here you go all this uh, movie filming scenes just for you guys <laughs> like I, I don't know I thought it was weird uh, I, I, I don't know I don't know maybe because I'm in we're in like a now a highly filmed uh, city that, like, I don't see this. Like, I mean, they mentioned it. It was just, like, we don't see, like, people doing camera work for the films. We just have them, like... We just basically have them saying, Oh, hey, you want to be an extra? Uh, like, you know, uh, this film, and this film, and this film. And, like, the Marvel movies, they don't even give us the Marvel movie name. Uh, big. They just they just tell us... They, they uh, Because the Marvel movies, like, they're in the titles of, like... 90s sitcoms uh like uh i I can i can tell you that uh spider-man homecoming it was under the name uh the summer of george um and and, like like you know so oh so they intentionally choose another name that they choose another name so people don't know it's a marvel movie oh yeah yeah so uh um they they do that i know like i know at one point like uh Gwyneth Paltrow said she didn't know she was in uh, one of the Spider-Man movies. And I don't blame her because, like, what you guys don't realize. One, she doesn't watch these movies because, like, you know, this isn't her kind of movies. Two, they just put her in something and they don't even give her what the title is. They're just like, oh, hey, we're filming for this. And she just, and she was like, you know, oh, hey, paycheck. Thank you. Like... Oh wow! I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fun stuff to know. Uh, but but that that uh, I don't know that um, dinosaur Godzilla whatever that. Gorgonzola. But yeah, yeah. Gorgonzola. You, can, you you can call him Godzilla. Um, that was very like cartoony. It, it looked like 
Doctor Doctor Mark Stuffin from Disney. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a cartoony dinosaur that actually Mikey um, the Michael the Michelangelo is the voice actor of it. Oh oh uh, uh, Doc McStuffins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, silly, he looks like that. You're right. Right. You're, no. 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 He looks like really like silly. Um. Like you know he does not look like a rubber suit uh, uh, dragon like Godzilla does, but like. That was the other thing I, I wrote about this because the, like the director comes out and he's like, "Oh, we built this, I don't know, like this hundred story tall robot that we're controlling by uh, by remote control for this movie." And like, I'm just like, "No, this doesn't happen. No one, no one makes, no one makes a a, a big like electronic robot thing to to film." Uh, all right. I'm going to burst you guys' bubble here. Uh, these, like, Godzilla movies, um, I know this because I watch a lot of Power Rangers and because they film it the same way. Uh, it is filmed in a studio where the buildings are about the size of us. Uh, like, you know, like, the, they're, they're as tall as us. And, uh, like, and it's a big, like, open room where because someone is in a suit filming this to make it look like they're big. Because... Uh, in Tokyo and no other place are going to film are going to build a hundred story tall robot to like you know uh, to make it look uh, lifelike because they don't have the money especially in in 1990 that didn't exist Uh, also I'm just going to say since this is 1990 we don't have uh, computer generated effects because nowadays you know they would film this in the streets of New York but there would be actually no monster because the monster would be added in like a year after they film, and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, there's the monster," because like, that—that's—that's that's how it works now. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was just like strange. And then, and then the, the the director like he was like, "Oh, we're not gonna go by script," and he rips the script in half like uh, like right in front of everyone. And it's like, like, did you just do that for the news person, or you're just really like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna go and like." Just have this robot cause a muck where, like, people are going to freak out if they look out their windows. I mean, you know, like... And this works on Roxanne and Bebop because uh, they see Gorgonzola and they're like, Oh, ha, ha, we gotta, we gotta go after him. Uh, but before then, uh, this is like, you know, uh, Zack is in the sewer with Splinter. Yes. And like, um, and then like Splinter's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, the turtles will will handle this. And then there's like, you know, turtles like run into the sewer, and they're all scared and everything. And, and they go uh, under the bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, uh, yeah, they they go under the bed. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the bed a little later, but yeah, they they all go under the bed. I did think it's funny, and like Splinter's trying to, uh, he he grabbed like Leonardo, try to like you know. What he quote unquote ninjutsu mind control him not to be scared, and I'm a little concerned that Splinter knows ninjutsu mind control, and he's trying to use it on one of his sons. I mean, I like you know is this is this the first time he's done this? I mean you know you I I know you have this like theory on like on on Splinter and like he's already like not favorable to you as like you know he's like creepy to you. Uh, what did you think of his uh, uh, mind control? Like hypnotizing? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of... Uh, and he, he's, he's creepy to me, but I don't think he's that creepy. He don't think he's that creepy? I don't think he does. I think he's just mm, annoying. I don't think he's, like, mm, creepy to his sons. Okay. All right. No, I was just, <laughs> I, I, I was just concerned <laughs> no, no. that he knows ninjutsu mind control. <laughs> I, ha- I have a little respect for him. I, I don't. Okay. I don't consider him that creepy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but did uh, did you feel also that they changed the color palette for the Splinter? Yeah. Okay. I felt they changed the color palette for Splinter for starting the CBS uh, seasons. Cause in fact, like I think the whole color palette got changed when uh like whatever animation team started working on CBS. Cause I felt like everything felt darker. To yeah, me, starting yeah. like starting with like CBS. Yes, they definitely made him darker, and his um, shirt got like lighter. Right. More pinky than being so dark. Yeah, I I really think I mean because like you know we 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 talked about how like uh, this show has like multiple animation teams, and I really felt like they just they put like the since this is going on on national TV now. I felt like they put like okay, these are our A team uh, people, and like they made sure like these people like did the CBS episodes. I think speaking of color palette, I think the color palette of Krang is very good for a swimsuit. <laughs> I need to find <laughs> Anna a Krang swimsuit. They're sharp. They are like summery. Yes. Like summer. <laughs> but you know. Uh, something I did not mention about this episode, and this has nothing to do with the episode, but the home media version of this episode. Uh, I know, I mean, I, I don't, I can't remember if I talked about this before or I talked about it with other people offline. Uh, but uh, I know, like some of these episodes, like just uh, how old they are, they don't have the masters of the actual episode themselves. And this episode in particular has like this tracking problem. Like you, you could just definitely tell this is a, like it really felt like someone recorded this one off TV. Like, and, and this is what we got on the DVD and digital. Uh. Yeah. Cause like, oh, uh, I mean, I, uh, I know you're looking at the episode right now. Look at the top of the screen. You, you see how like the top, like throughout the episode, it's like kind of like doing this shaky thing. I really think like this is definitely like one they did not have the master of and like I really think this is this one they they recorded this off of like the CBS station and oh, then now I'm seeing what you're saying yeah because this definitely looks like a copy like it does this is definitely not a master but I'm gonna say this we have Roxanne and Bebop they're going after uh, Gorgonzola and they blow up the the Channel Six uh, news van and this is definitely the most beautiful explosion. I have ever seen. I really, I mean, I know, I know we have some like great explosions in Ninja Turtles, but this one, this one is like, mwah. I mean, uh, I mean, this is like, oh my God, like th- this should be on someone's like, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Not profile. Uh, uh, portfolio. Portfolio. There you go. This should be on someone's portfolio. Like whoever, like, hey, I made this. Like, be like, I made this. Like. I mean, unfortunately, nothing else in this episode is... It doesn't go anywhere near as great looking as this. So this is... Uh, this um, this was a thing from the past that you see, like, uh, heroes, they walk away from... 
Oh yeah, they walk right explosions. Yeah, they, I mean they still do that. I mean Power Rangers do, does that every week. Like they'll go and like dance and say their name, and then all of a sudden there's an explosion behind them, and then they're like, and they just act like it's like nothing. Act like it's nothing. Uh, what was that movie we saw like a couple of years ago? Um, uh, it was the the one where uh, Rock. Not not the Rock. The other uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy guy Drax. Um, he was like babysitting. Uh, not ba- I don't think it was babysitting. He was, but like some little girl like got his like uh like got his like spy stuff. Uh 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 yes yes. And and like but like uh I'm blanking on the movie title but like there's that scene at the end they're like oh she was like I want to walk away from an explosion and like so they they do and she tries to turn her head to look and he and he grabs her head and like like puts it like like don't look at that because like you know someone died in that explosion. <laughs> Oh man, what what? Uh, I, I think it was like Spy Me or so. Oh man, I can't remember the time. Oh man, it was supposed to be in theaters, but it ended up on Amazon. I know oh. which movie you're talking about. Yeah, I don't remember the name. I, I can't remember the title. It has it has Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy in it. Uh, Dave Bautista is his name. There you go, Dave Bautista, and also Kristen Wiig. Like, or was it Kristen Wiig? No, not Kristen Wiig. I'm sorry. No, it was the other Saturday Night Girl. Who, oh, I'm blanking on her name, but she's the voice of uh, Mabel from uh, Gravity Falls. She was in the movie. I mean, it's a really funny. If you have not seen the movie, go watch the movie. It's really funny, and watch it with the family. It's like you know, it's not exactly like. I mean, I you know, no, I, I'm gonna say this. If your kids are like older than uh, six, watch it with them. I think they would enjoy it. It's not that violent. Uh, but it, now I'm speaking of explosion. Yeah. Yeah. My mind just I think of like nonsense. There, there was also like a scene from um, just that guy. Uh, what is this is that guy who has like uh, what is the name of this guy? Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, Wolverine. Oh, that's okay. I mean that's Hugh Jackman, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that that's definitely a Wolverine movie. I I can't tell you which Wolverine movie because there's like twenty. There's not twenty, but like, like he's a Wolverine in a bunch of movies. Yes, one of my favorite pictures is that uh, is the Wolverine walking um, <laughs> from the from an explosion, and then you animated. Uh, I mean, you photoshopped our son. Yes, because he was in the he, splash area. Yeah, splash he was in a splash area without his shirt on. He was just kind of like walking, like he was like the superhero. <laughs> yes, it was exactly the same gesture. And... Yeah, and of course we're talking about all these people walking away explosions because. After the news van exploded, we have, like, you know, Roxanne Bebop just walking in explosion from uh, the Channel 6 news van. And, like, Roxanne goes and uh, aims the Exiatron at Gorgonzola. And then, like, they're like, oh, no. And, like, I mean, Roxanne actually says something smart. He says, he said, like, I mean, and, and, like, he says something smart, but doesn't say it correctly. Because he was like, oh, his scales are too Thick that it's like uh and instead of like invulnerable he says like uh under bubble or something like he says it wrong but it, it was co- like i love the delivery how like cam clark did it because we could tell what he meant but he doesn't say the correct words uh for it and and then like the director came and was like no he's a robot and then like then like again roxanne like I mean, Roxanne and Bebop, they get the Genius Award in this episode because they're like, oh, okay, and then they zap him. 
And he goes, like, we want to control the robot. They're like, no, you can't do that. And then he, they, they zap him so they can control the robot. By the way, that movie was My Spy. My Spy! Thank you! Powers of the Internet. <laughs> I knew it had spy in the title. You said I, power of internet? Yeah, didn't you look up in the internet? I mean, you can't just, like, people are not seeing what I'm doing. Can you just... Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The power of, of uh, Anna's uh, memory. She finally remembered it. Kristen Shaw. That's her name. Power of internet. Power of internet. Um, so, uh, but before this, um, uh, I want to talk about the turtles underneath the bed. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let, let's talk about the turtles underneath the bed. Uh, uh, I want you bed... to say what you say, and then I'm gonna. Ha- I, I, I have. I, I want to say what I want to say. Okay, because the bed was very short. The turtles yes. went under the bed, and and it was like they are like. Mm, it was very short for them, so they had to squeeze themselves under. Right, the bed. right. They had to squeeze themselves underneath the bed because, like you know, like there are four turtles with shells under- squeezed underneath the bed. Yes, and then the, we have another scene that show that they are scared underneath the bed, but what we see is a, a dark place. Right. And the turtles are sitting very comfortable. <laughs> yes. Okay. Talking to each other. <laughs> okay. So this is actually what I wrote uh, uh, about the bed. And I mean, this, I, I was going to, I was going to bring it up uh, uh, later, but we, we can bring it up now. Uh, I swear every scene, like every time we cut to a new scene, I think the turtles, they go and like get like materials to make the bed bigger because each each scene when we cut back to them underneath the bed they get more and more room and like we finally get to the point where uh where like uh uh, splinter or no april yeah it it was april uh calls them uh from the communicator and they're just like sitting like they're in the most comfortable area (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, like I, I just think like that's what they were doing. Like while uh, Splinter and uh, Zach were like, you know, uh, they were trying to like get information where Be- Rocksteady were. Uh, like I think like while they were out doing that, uh, the turtles were just like they were just like getting wood and that kind of stuff and just making this big bit bigger. They're like, oh no, we can't fit. And like I don't know, maybe like they're trying to kick some of the turtles out and they're like, no, no, no. Uh, and so, like, they're like, okay, I got an idea. Let's just make this bed bigger. And, like, just the bed just kept getting bigger and bigger. Like, each time each time we cut to a scene, I mean, it was like, like they just got more and more room. Like, yes. it, 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 it was crazy. Uh, so, uh, so, so, yeah, uh, I did mention, like, you know, with the bed, I mentioned that April uh, contacts the turtles. She contacts the turtles because... Gorgonzola ate her, uh, and that was after, like, you know, Roxanne and Bebop, they got control of Gorgonzola, uh, and so it was, like, she's inside, like, so at this point, she's, like, inside the robot and everything, and there's, like, a nice little slide, like, I don't know who built this robot, but, like, I guess they built it for people to get eaten, so they can have, like, this nice little, like, chute to go through? I don't know, but apparently not, because, like, she had to, like, hold on to, like, some cables and wires and that kind of stuff, so it's not like she had so- anywhere soft to land on, uh, when we see uh, Splinter and Zack, th- uh, they run across a sign that says Antique. But no, it says Antique again with the G instead of a Q. So, uh, yeah, pe- they after, like, you know, after a few episodes, like, they still haven't learned how to spell Antique yet. Uh, you know, 
maybe we we need to put a spell check on these uh on these signs that they put on, and I'll I'll get to another sign that needs spell check. Oh, uh, oh, something. Uh, because like you know, this is also because do you, do you remember at the beginning of the series like Splinter's like oh don't we can't be seen don't don't like you know reveal yourself to the people and everything. And then, like here, Splinter's like just talk to humans, like like he's like nothing. And something Michael wrote, he said, a normal rat would cause humans to shriek and shiver. Imagine Splinter, uh, imagine the effect Splinter would have on them, regardless of the ray's uh, effects. And yeah, because like he goes and like talks to like people. They're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to like Zach and Splinter are trying to find Bebop Rocksteady, and he's a giant rat. Who's gonna? Who's not gonna be scared of him? I mean, Anna. Anna already look. Already know. Anna knows who he is and already thinks is creepy. I think if Splinter came up to her, she would like. She would scream, not because she's like af- um afraid of like what he like because she's it's unknown to her. I think she would scream because like, oh no, the the creepy guy is give give me that look. I I see how you flirt with April. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, oh! Apparently, I did write the "you go first uh, scene. So, 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 yeah. This is this this. So, so we're passing the scene of like Shredder and Crane kind of pointing. You go first. No, you go first. I love that scene. I just, that's why I had to mention it again. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here, here, uh, Splinter and Zach have found Rocksteady and Bebop, and Splinter's like, uh, you know, who's like, hold on, Zach, you stay there. I'm gonna go steal the ray. Uh, before he does that, uh, uh, Michael mentions this, and I didn't. It, I, it didn't even cross uh, my mind. Uh, but uh, he says, Splinter tells Zach, "You have the makings of. You have all the makings of an excellent turtle." What he didn't say was, "You have the makings to of an excellent ninja." Which, yeah, I have to agree. Like. <laughs> Yes. Because, like, you know, it's like, oh, you, you're you a great turtle. I, Splinter, are you trying to tell Zack that he's slow? Like, <laughs> are you trying to tell him that he's, like, cumbersome and clumsy? And, like, like, why is he not a ninja? You trained your sons to be ninjas. And you're like, oh, you don't, you're a great turtle. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. But, yeah. But, can, but yeah. But, so, Splinter is going, he's going to steal the the uh the ray and everything and he gets caught by rocksteady and bebop and i just like because he doesn't successfully do this and i just wrote this is a ninja master yes he keep like uh disappoint us i know like i mean here's the thing like when you see uh, when it's like like oh splitter's on here you're expecting oh he's gonna do everything so smooth and like you know it's gonna be like one of those moments of like oh splitter's so perfect at everything and like uh the the show would only be 10 minutes long if like they just let splinter do everything and then here they just show like this is why splinter doesn't do anything because he can't freaking steal a blaster from two nincompoops, like and like, oh, like all this like years of ninja training, and you're the you trained like the four turtles. You're you were part of the Foot Clan, which like 
like you know, which Shredder's also like a masterful ninja. I think the Splinter is hiding something. I know. I it's, think I think he didn't train the turtles. Uh, he told them that he did, but I think the turtles got the power from that mutant that Shredder gave them. You're 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 probably right. <laughs> Changing the story. I think tomorrow, uh, Kevin Eastman will call me. Like, Can you shut up? <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think he will call you and tell you that. <laughs> oh gosh, no, it was just, yeah, it, um, it, it, it was crazy. I, I like, but yeah. So Splinter gets captured, like, and apparently Bebop and Rocksteady had like rope on them, and they're like, they, they go and like tie them up, and like, they're they're like, oh, like, oh, what should we do with them? And then like. What and size it, do you think Splinter's shoes are? His shoes? Yes, his, his feet. Oh man, uh, hold on. I would think. I think it's more than four. <laughs> I, he has big feet. I he has like, well, he has this, like long feet. I mean, in this scene that I'm seeing, his feet are uh, four. I think he has to buy like kids' shoes. <laughs> he has to buy kids' shoes. And I think he wear for the like clothes. I think he wear like five. You know what? Look, <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure the clothes, it's like, you know, like, like, five to seven T or whatever. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, or, or maybe like small kid size or something like that. I mean, maybe medium kid size, like, uh, because of all the Cheetos he eats, apparently, because <laughs> Anna, Anna still doesn't believe that uh, Spinner eats a lot of Cheetos. Um, but, uh, his, his, like, like his feet, like, you know, my action figure, his feet are big. Like, I'm just saying, he has, like, he has very long, like, rat feet. I, I, I think he has to special make his shoes. Because also, like, because the, they're long, but they're not, like, fat. So, like, he has to, like, get these special kind of, like, long shoes. Uh, that's what I think. But, yeah. Wait, wait, when was that? You said, uh, which, what is the episode number that we are? We're on 97. So, we just have three episodes to... To get to 100, yeah. That you get us cake and everything? Yes, 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 yes. Three more episodes, three more weeks, we'll get cake. Uh, cake is coming, I promise. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> because the listeners want to make sure that, that, that Anna gets cake. I promised her cake, and I'm going to get it. I mean, I, <laughs> because we were supposed to get it for 50, and then, like, uh, I couldn't order it online. And, like, I was disappointed. And then I was, like, I couldn't. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, Beep Rock City. Remember, we have, we still have a show to talk about here. <laughs> so, so I mean, that's how my mind works. So suddenly I saw the turtle van. Uh -huh. And then I suddenly, I don't know, my mind told me that. Uh, we need cake <laughs> that's shaped in the turtle van? Yes. How cool it would be. <laughs> how cool that would be. Yes. So, yeah, uh, Beep Rock City, like, they tie, they, they tie up Master Splinter. And they're like, oh, let's put him on the train tracks. Uh, because, and they're like, oh, it's more dramatic. And, like, at this point, like, just one of them needs, like, a long, twirly mustache. They're like, ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean you, you know about the whole, like, uh, time on the train tracks, like, thing, right? No. All right. All right. Uh, so, the old-timey movies, like, whenever they had, like, a villain and they would, like, uh, kidnap a girl... Uh, they would like tie her up and put her on the train track and like as the train comes and like the hero would have to come in and like save her 
And usually that villain would have like this like long like mustache, and he would like twir- twirl it around, and be like, uh, as he wait for the train to come and like run her over, and like ha ha ha. You were scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is scary, but I mean, it, it was it was fake. None of it's real. Like you know, I hope it's not real. Uh, but yeah, uh, on on a like you know jumping ahead, mentioned about the turtle van, uh, like like because like you know. April needed help. The turtles were like, "Oh, we're they're they're going to get help." I mean, they're going to actually help uh, as they're like they're driving in like rush hour traffic too. Like usually when they drive, there's like no one on the streets. And then like apparently this time, like when like they're like, "Oh, we gotta go." Like Mikey's like going as slow as a turtle. There's like you know they're surrounded. There's a milk truck next to the turtle van. You know how I know it's a milk truck? Milk truck. Yeah, milk. Do you know? How? Because the truck says milk on it. <laughs> I just know what is it. Dark truck. And today we had a truck that. <laughs> yes, we had a truck and it had like two and like two dogs like coming out, like out the windows and like our son was like, oh, dog truck. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So. So some something. Uh, uh, you said milk truck. Uh, I have to say all this nonsense that uh, comes to my mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Say all the nonsense. I remember uh, for the one year for Halloween we went to uh, we went to one of those places that they sell costumes and yeah uh, I think you wanted something for your turtle costume oh yes 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 I wanted the gloves for the turtle costume no you didn't want oh. the gloves you wanted something but we went there and we we found the gloves oh 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 you know what did I want for the turtle costume I, I don't know if you wanted I, I can't remember it wasn't a mask because I had like so many masks I, I think I just wanted a full body or something like that or maybe I wanted a t-shirt yeah I don't know yeah I, it, yeah it, it, it was it was something yes and then and then you found the gloves so you bought the gloves I bought the gloves oh I love the gloves and you, you were excited you were I wore it while I was driving you were the gloves these are like because... these are three finger gloves but what's cool about the gloves you can like pull it back so you can have like all your fingers <laughs> driving with the uh, with the turtle costume <laughs> and the tur- turtle hands i just remember there was a traffic the guy next to you <laughs> was laughing and looking at you <laughs> and then gives you a thumbs up yeah he gave me a thumbs up i was like <laughs> like a turtle do <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so cute that was cute oh you know what that also reminds me of like uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, screw this episode, we're, we're just talking about, we're just talking like random, like, stuff now. <laughs> we'll get back to the episode later. This is our commercial break. Uh, but that also, but you bring that up, that re- reminds me of, like, one of my favorite Halloween stories. I'm only bringing this up because you won't be available, uh, during, uh, Halloween, so, uh, I'm gonna, I want to bring this up to you while you're here. Uh, so, that was the year that... I was Michelangelo, and you were April O'Neil from the 2012 series. Uh-huh. And most of the kids did not know who you were. And, like, everyone knew who I was, and it was always, like, all the kids were like, oh, you look so cool, and then they'll look at you, and like, oh. like, And I was like, this is April. And it's like, oh, okay. And, like, that that's all we got. Uh, and then we had that one kid. <laughs> we had that one kid who was like, who gushed over your costume. He was like, your costume is so cool. I love your costume. I mean, he was like going on and on about your costume. And he looked at me and was like, oh, you look cool too. <laughs> <laughs> and my costume was something that I made it myself. It wasn't yeah. like even... 
No, it, it looked good. It was just um, so it looked good. It's just that like not many people. I don't know why I did. I don't know why not many people recognize that that April O'Neil because uh, that April O'Neil unfortunately doesn't have that that signature look that uh, that this April have. Like, because if you just wore like a yellow jumpsuit, they'd be like, "Oh, you're April O'Neil." Yeah. But this one, like you know, you you had a uh, like you know you you had the hairstyle of her, and then you had like the uh, the yellow ye- shirt. Yeah, yeah, the yellow shirt with the number three on it. And then, um, and then you had like the shorts with like the, the stockings like underneath the shorts. Yes. And it it was just like, unless if you don't know what she normally looks like, you don't, you're not going to know it's April. Like that was the, that was a problem. And we found out a lot of kids in our neighborhood was not, was not watching as much Ninja Turtles as they should have been. (laughs) All right. So, uh, going back to the, uh, turtle van, uh, so, uh, I do want to note is like the turtles they're like first it's like three of them in the front and like Dontello is like somewhere like I guess in the back and then at one point Dontello like all four of them are in the front of the van like when they see Gorgonzola and everything and then like uh like you know and like they're like oh Mikey like you know they're like Mikey drive you gotta drive faster and then they're like oh don't drive that fast and everything and then at one point like when they're driving there's no one in the front of the turtle van. Like, the, there's, like, zero turtles. And the van is just, like, driving itself. Like, where I can just only imagine, at this point, the turtles are so scared of Gorgonzola that they're hiding underneath the thing. And this is why it looks like there's a ghost driving the turtle van. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we cut to the next scene. We have, uh, we have like, you know, uh, Zach trying to save uh save splinter because you know he's a you know he's the first he's the fifth turtle he, he got he got to go and uh uh do this and he sees splinter on the tracks and he was like oh i didn't bring anything to cut the ropes and in my mind i was like you saw them tie up splinter did why did nothing come to your mind of like oh let me like let me go grab something you know, let me try to see if I can use my hockey stick. Um, and uh, Tribute Games and uh, Dotemo, if you, if you hear me, um, if you want to make, make DLC characters for uh, Shredder's Revenge, uh, please make Zack. Or, like, or, or make a skin for uh, Zack to be, like, you know, for Casey Jones to have, like, Zack or something like that. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's possible or not. But uh, you, I, I'm just saying, Zack was in more episodes than freaking Casey Jones. Um, and, like, Zack gets, like, no love uh, from people. I really think Zack should be a playable character in Shredder's Revenge. Yes. Uh, you know, I know it's an unpopular opinion because every time I bring up Zack, everyone wants to, like, be like, oh, I hate that character. But you know what? That's good for you. I still want Zack in Shredder's Revenge. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah, like, Zack doesn't bring anything to cut the ropes. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go... And get the Exiatron uh, Ray from uh, Be Able Rock City. And he, Zack actually steals the Ray without getting caught, unlike our Ninja Master over here, who's tied to the railroad, railroad tracks. He doesn't even try to save he, himself. Right, right. R- R- no, he doesn't even try to save himself. I mean, of like, you know, he just, like, 
yeah, he's just like, oh, I give up. <laughs> just I, I failed as a ninja guy who can't, like, you know, this 14-year-old kid who looks like he's 10 uh, is able to steal the the ray that I completely failed on doing. I uh, just end it here, guys. Like, <laughs> I have brought shame. I have brought shame to my people in the Homato clan. Um, but, yeah, he... So, he, Zack steals uh, the Exitron ray. However, he does not try to steal Rocksteady's sword knife thing on his back. It, I don't think that knife even work. You don't, like... Okay, so, because I know sometimes it's a wooden sword... Sometimes it's a knife. I mean, I, I swear there's at least one episode where he com- comes out and it, it is a knife. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he he literally just said, I have nothing to cut these ropes. And and then, like, he steals something. And then, like, there's, you know, there's a freaking sword on his back. And, like, you don't, like, think, like, oh, I should, like, you know, I know, I know at this point for, like, animators, it is there for show. Like, you know. It is, like, there, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's that thing in his back. Like, you know, like, it's just, you know, because he hardly brings it out. But, yeah, like, come on, Zach. You could have, like, free splinter here. But do you know what happens at 18 minutes and 49 seconds? Don't tell me wrong turtle talking. It's not wrong turtle talking. It's wrong mutant talking. Mutant. Because uh, this is when uh, this is when uh, Rocksteady realized that uh, Zack stole the the ray, and Be- uh, Bebop shouts, uh, "That like it's good." They're like, "Oh, where's the ray?" And then Bebop shouts, "Oh, that kid got it!" But it comes out of Rocksteady's mouth. So yes, this is one of our rare occasions where uh, they switched Bebop and Rocksteady's voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. This, like, you know, they're chasing after uh, Zack. Uh, Mikey actually saves Zack, like, you know, with, with the turtle grapple. And, like, Zack's like, oh, like, you got brave and everything. And Mikey's like, yeah, but now I'm too scared to go down the tree. Like, you know. And, uh, like, after, after like, Zack gets with the turtles and everything, that's, like, where, the, that's where, like, they realize how they, how they figure out how to reverse the ray and like give the confidence back to the turtles where they're not scared anymore and uh while all of this is going on zach does not mention to the turtles at all like where their father is like you know there's leo who has two swords on his back who can like probably run to the train track cut splinter and then like do all this other stuff (laughs) cut splinter well i cut the ropes on splinter sorry uh, we were, we're, I don't want him to actually cut Splinter, but like you know, he doesn't mention. No, he just like like you know, there, there's no there's no mention of um, of this. But I did like the fact like where uh, Roxanne and Bebop they go after the turtles and like uh, Leo pretends like he's still scared, and when they go up to him, then the turtles surprise him like, hey, guess what? We're back to normal and we're we're good. Um, and because not only are the turtles back to normal at this point. Uh, Shredder and Krang are also back to normal because they find like their own way to uh, cure uh, cure the uh, the effects of of the ray. And I, I mean, you know, I mentioned like you know their scenes are like intercut throughout the episodes, and I really like the way they did it. Uh, but yeah, so after the turtles like you know 
they go and like beat up uh beat rocksteady shredder then opens the portal and he's mad at be rocksteady and he tells them that they're in trouble because they are trying to take over the world without his permission and he just grabs them both by the ear and like takes them back to dimension x and so this episode the turtles don't actually defeat rocksteady and bebop but instead they just get reprimanded by their surrogate father figure and i guess they learned their lesson to never try to conquer the universe without shredder's permission so so now this is when now this is like when uh Zack thinks it's an appropriate time to tell him, oh, by the way, Splinter's about to get run over by a train. And they're like, okay. They all run to the turtle van uh, because they're like, oh, we still need to save April. And so Leo says, okay, Donatello, you go to the train. You stop the train and we'll go save April. And I'm just, my thought process was, why is Donatello stopping the train when... Leonardo can just cut the ropes off a splinter. Like, they're like, oh, let's... I guess they're like... I guess their thought process was, let's have the smart guy stop a speeding train? Um, like, you know, uh, we didn't mention this, but, like, uh, Bebop uh, broke the brake off the train, so the train's not going to stop anyway. But, yeah, like... I, but, but wouldn't you think Leo should have been the one who tried to save Splinter? Yes. I mean, yeah, that would like make more sense. Or like, or how about this? How about Mikey drives the turtle van? Uh, Leo, Leo like cuts the cuts a rope that's Splinter tied tied to on the train track, and they put Splinter in the um in the turtle van, and then like you know then like they cut the ropes and everything, and then like just just leave the train as it is. But you know, obviously, I am not the leader of this Ninja Turtle team, so. I guess I'll go by Leonardo's, like, sage advice. Even though Leonardo's a teenager. And I, at this point, I am older than him. And I have more experience than he does. So, while Dantel's doing that, the Turtles, they contact April. And April's complaining. April, April's like, April is complaining. She's like, you guys haven't saved me yet? Why do you guys have to save me at the last minute? And uh, at this point, like, if I was the Turtles, I'd be like, ah, oh, screw this. Like, she's not appreciative that we save her, like once a week for like the past four years <laughs> like you know just let her live inside that robot <laughs> like, that's what i would be like it's like Shh. what kind of person is like unappreciative of like it's like oh why do you guys keep saving me why do you guys take your time saving me i mean would you complain like i take my time saving you honey no and i know you won't because you're appreciative if i come in like you know save you from like Two mutants and a guy with like these metal arm spikes things. Of course, I. Yeah, uh, right, right, exactly. I know you are. You're you're not April at all. Um, uh, I do want to note, like, while this is going on, the background music and I. So, uh, I think this is the first time we heard this background music. Uh, like this, like, uh, in this show. I don't know. I can't remember if we heard it in any of the other seasons. Because we had, like, some exciting background music. But then, like, this one. I really enjoyed this uh, this background music. Like, and this is, like, one of the more exciting ones. And it, it went on for a good while during this, uh, uh, during this scene. Like, uh, like uh, do you know what, do you know what uh, I'm talking about? Uh, um, to be honest, no. 
No. I, mean, I probably heard it, but uh, I probably was like enjoying it and didn't. Okay. You were paying no, like yeah, like uh, no, like the, the this one it, it it was like this like really fast tempo and like electric synthesizer like uh like scene where you you it just feels like they're they're chasing something they're like ready to fight like this like final battle kind of thing. Oh nice. Yeah yeah, I really liked uh this music and this music was like, going like perfectly on this like kind of um. On, on this, like, you know, method, even though, like, even though, like, you know, Roxanne and Bebop are already done, and, like, there's no more Shard and Krang for the rest of the episode, but we, the Turtles still have, like, Gorgonzola, there's, they still have the train, they still got a Rescue Master Splinter, uh, so, like, it just gives us that, like, sense of, like, urgency, and, like, you know, this would be, honestly, this is, like, this would be, like, one of those cool, like, uh, like, chase, uh, music, uh, like scenes, like for any kind of media, media, or even like video games. If you're like in a like a turtle van kind of thing, uh, like where, uh, and you had this kind of music. I really like this music a lot. Uh, this is definitely like hands down, this is like my favorite like background music for uh, Ninja Turtles. I think this is the first time we heard it. Don't like you know. I could be wrong. Maybe it was on another one, but this might have been the most we've heard it extended. I should say, um, but. Again, I'm going to talk about Spellcheck. There's a sign in one of the buildings, and it says City Bank. But did you pay attention to that sign? No. They misspelled the word city. They spelled it C-T-I-Y. C-T-I? Yeah, like, you know, instead of, like, C-I-T-Y, they put the, they, they switched the I and the T. Uh-huh. And, like, literally someone just needed to take away, like, one of the lines from the I, the bottom line from the I and put that in the T, and they would have fixed it. I mean, someone in the background uh, artist got fired that day. Probably not. They probably didn't notice because they made it on TV. But still, I was like, I saw it in like, I was like, oh my god. Like, this is like, I was like, I was like, come on, guys. So these artists, they can just animate the Right, 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 exactly. Uh, they're just like, you know, uh, and most of them are foreign, so like, but I'm pretty sure... The, the, to me, this one was probably like one of those. They put it on there, and just no one noticed the. No one like noticed the difference. Of, I mean, I know there's like that meme out there where they they misspell every word, but they said like, oh, as long as the first and last letter are correct, and um, your brain reads it correctly. Uh, I mean, uh, so maybe that maybe like everyone who saw it, like they just they just didn't notice, and then like when they put it in the the show, like, maybe that that's when they noticed. Or maybe, like, when they, like, was like, oh, it's ready to go. And then they're like, oh, we changed, like, oh, we misspelled the word city. And they're, like, kind of like, ah, screw it. Uh, the, the, we're past deadline. Let's just put it out there anyway. But, yeah, I just thought it's weird. Uh, and then, you know, the, the turtles, they're at, like, they're at the Gorgonzola robot. And they're like, oh, Zach, you're small. You're the only one who can go in there. And then, like... Leo gives him his sword. Zack has no ninja training. And they're like, oh, hey, kid. Like, you know, go ahead and take this sword and just go at it. And Zack really shows that he's not a sword guy. Like, did you see the way he was, like, hacking on those cables? Yes, I was, like, kind of worried. I was like, oh, be careful, kid. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And even, like, April, April's like, they sent you? <laughs> And I had to question this, um, because I, I have to look back in our other episodes, 
But is this the first time April met Zack? Like, did did she never did did she never meet Zack before? She did. I want to say she did. I want to say she saw him at least in. Well, he was only in season three. I don't think he was in syndicated season four. But I want to say she's seen she's seen Zack before. Yeah. I have to I have to check back and I meant to check back, but uh I have to I have to check my other notes for all the other episodes of, of Zack. I mean, because like Zack's in a few episodes. So it's not like like, you know, it's not like he's in like two or three. Um, but I have to check the episodes of his in. But but yeah, because like but like, you know, like Zack goes in there, I'm an honorary I'm an honorary turtle or something like that, and like April's like, Sure you are. And like, you know, but yeah, like Zack is not like like Leo. Don't don't give Zach your sword. Don't do that. Like you know, the, do we don't like he would. We don't have to take that away. Like we took away Mikey's nunchuck because Mikey showed that he was irresponsible with the nunchuck. We had we had to take it away from him. We got to take away the sword from Zach. Uh, Seriously, uh, this this wasn't like more dangerous than nunchuck. Well, I mean, as much as I have to keep explaining this to to the panels whenever I host a panel and people. Uh, when I have to tell people, oh, Mikey lost his nunchucks, and they're like, really? Mikey? That that, that seems to be... The nunchucks are like... It's because that's the one that hurts you. Like, it, you're more often to hurt yourself uh, with it than the other weapons. So, like, that, that that's why they felt that... That's why, like, the UK felt like that was too, uh, too dangerous to have on a kid's show. You know? Two, two woods connected by a string. Two da- more dangerous... Than a sword that can cut through that can cut through metal like butter. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, Zach Zach uh, rescues April. Donnie uh, rescues Splinter by throwing his bow at the, at the train uh, thing to make it like the train to switch tracks and and then the train destroys the Gorgonzola robot, which I imagine the people filming for Gorgonzola uh, are really mad. Because that was all that money that's like now wasted away because they decided to build a eleven story foot uh, eleven story robot to film for this movie instead of like just making a small thing and just like you know um, you know uh, but they had a goofy robot as as honest was mentioning this is this was a dumb looking like dinosaur robot anyway like you know. Give me, give me Godzilla in a rubber suit. That that's more that's more terrifying. Um, I did like what Mikey said. I lo- like so Mikey says like, oh, if Gorgonzola was that easy to to beat, there wouldn't be so many sequels. And that's very true, Mikey. You're right. You're absolutely right. And you know what, writers, good on you for writing that. I like that you wrote that too. So, uh, you know, the turtles saved the day. Uh, April decides that. Zack is a hero as she features him on TV and the turtles are like, oh, hey, look, the kids won't be picking on you anymore. No, no, turtles. (laughs) He's on TV as a hero. This is going to make the bullies like pick on him more because they'll be like, ha, 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 I can beat a hero because they're so insecure. But then we we go to the like, you know, at the very end, like, you know, Raph was like, you know, like saying like, oh, we we don't get scared anymore and everything. And then 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 there's a rat. That, like, you know, that runs on his feet and Raph just jumps and grabs a pipe on uh, on, the, on the ceiling of the uh, sewer. And he's just basically like, oh, we all get a little tense. All right. And then that's how the episode ends. So, uh, overall, what did you think of this episode? Uh, 
right. Uh, I like the idea of like um, that machine that makes the people scared. And I really thought it was cute that uh, Shredder and Krang were scared. Yeah, I, I will say I really like Shredder and Krang uh, in this episode. Like the, um, that Gorgonzola, whatever. Gorgonzola. I, I, yeah, I, I will say like uh, like I don't know Gorgonzola. Like it was kind of a weird addition to be in there. Uh, I, I mean, well, no, this was before Jurassic Park, so uh, like there, I mean, there there would be no like no real uh, relation to that. Uh, it like I will say it was nice. Ha- it was nice having seen Zach again, especially this is the first time we had Zach in the. Uh, CBS uh, season, so it was cool like seeing him. I'm getting a little like even I'm getting a little tired of. Oh hey, I wonder how this person's doing, and then we go into yeah. that person like you know. I, I, yeah, so I, a little more creativity. Yeah, yeah, just be a little more creative with it. I mean, because like this is like two weeks in a row. Because you have to understand the CBS like the these episodes were like an hour long. Uh, like there's two episodes each for for CBS. Uh, so it when this it, it's always like you know I'm always like curious like what's gonna happen like in in like the the next episode like well not the next episode but like the, the next week like you know if, if they're gonna be like oh hey or like you know maybe like the next time they see like Leatherhead or Rat King like oh I wonder how this guy's doing and all of a sudden like oh I'm doing just great like you know that I mean I don't know it's just like kind of like lazy writing right there uh, I mean and we saw it with like the frogs too if you remember like the next episode with the frogs you're like oh let's look at this album of the frogs like like you know all right guys you've you've done this you've done this too many times guys all right there's only so many times you can like do this uh just have a more creative way to bring these characters back or you know what just just bring it back don't 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 have them don't be like oh let's remember this guy um uh yeah um uh uh overall like I, I would agree with you. I think Gorgonzola was, like, a little too much, but uh, Shredder and Krang really steal the show from this. Um, and I, I really like them. I like the I like the chase music. The The, the chase music at the end was uh, was great. Uh, I'm still more... I, I want them to explain about the bed. Like, you know, I just want them to... Uh, I, want, I, want, I want to know, how did the bed just keep getting bigger and bigger? That's what I'm more curious about. Also, I would like, you know, just like how like a uh, Shredder saw like the foot soldiers become like demons. I kind of want like, I kind of want to see like how like the turtles saw like Roxanne and Bebop. It would like we could have had like some fun designs uh, with them, <laughs> like you know, just like you know, kind of like like mo- more monstrous looking. Like that that would have been cool. Uh, oh, also, uh, Michael actually wrote this at the end. I didn't notice this. He said, "Did you notice the weird way?" April was holding the mic towards the end of the episode. She was holding it with three fingers instead of grasping it in her palm. And no, I didn't notice. No. Um, did you notice? No, no, I didn't. No, I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention. I mean... That's cool. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's actually pretty cool. No, I didn't. No, yeah, I 100% didn't pay attention. Uh, I guess... I guess maybe the uh, animator thought she was one of those cartoon characters that only had four fingers instead of having all five. Cause you know we, if you you know we have those cartoons where like they're missing a finger and they, you know I guess they do that uh, because it saves time for animation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier. Uh, you know, just just cut just cut a finger out. Make make it easy on you. Uh, but yeah, that's everything uh, we have uh, for this episode. 
Join us next week. Next week, we will be talking about the episode, Raphael Meets His Match. Well, in this episode, uh, uh, you know, we're going to have a very popular uh, character uh, come on. That, like, you know, she actually has an action figure when uh, Zack did not. Uh, I'm just saying, Zack was in a bunch of episodes. Never had an action figure from Playmates. This character is only going to be in next week's episode. And she has an action figure. Is that gorilla kind of thing? No, uh, no you. Uh, I thought you were gonna say her. Uh, no, it's, it's Mona Lisa. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know what's funny? With, uh, I mean, I, we're gonna mention this next week anyway. But the, the funny thing with Mona Lisa is that, the, so the original cartoon, she has an action figure, but not the 2012 series. The only figure we have in the 2012 series uh, is the Hero Clicks figure. Uh, but but join us next week. Uh, if you have any questions or memories of, uh, or like you know anything you want to talk about uh, Mona Lisa, make sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at turtlerecallpod. Anything else you want to add, honey? Um, no. All right. Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available. Thank you, Amazon. I don't need emergency services. I'm sorry. I mentioned. Oh, I told you. <laughs> I know. You did tell me. You told me. <laughs> you you warned me. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Say, uh, Alexa, go home. Yeah, Alexa, go home. Uh, uh, also, just, I'm cutting this part out, too. Amazon's about to, like, open our garage door. Like, oh, it is. yeah, yeah, I see like the Amazon truck, and yeah, this is like the freaking um, uh, whale. Um, oh, it's at the pool, <laughs> yeah, the pool, yeah, exactly. Like, this was remember, I was gonna like blow this up today and have him play on it. I actually wanted to ask you, right? No, I, I, I as soon as I came home, I was like, it still hasn't came, like, no. I don't know, maybe that phone was maybe Amazon calling, hey, we're about to do it. Um, hold on, I'm just, I'm just waiting. Oh, he's waving me. Hold on. He did? <laughs> yeah, he waved me. Because it's night, he see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious if that was like the Amazon guy like calling me just to be like, oh, hey, uh, I'm coming. Don't freak out. Oh, he's coming. Okay, yeah, he just lets it. Thank you. <laughs> he's wondering what. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly wondering, like, why does this guy talk on a microphone? And why does he put his poor pregnant wife? Because he waved to me, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all going at the end of this episode. I mean, I'm going to cut some of the stuff out. Like, that is, like, definitely end of episode bloopers kind of thing. Because not every day when you record at late at night that the Amazon guy comes and waves at you. I never had the Amazon guy wave at us before. Because they usually come during the day, and during the day they don't see you because of the reflection of the light. Right. At night it's like, 
because everywhere is dark our house is the only it's like a light bulb it's like we are sitting in a light bulb <laughs> right exactly all oh, the neighbors have all the neighbors like i mean we have street lamps but like it, they hardly turn on like i mean there's one that's like dying in front of our house I mean, no one has these big windows and they also have like curtains and everything we're the only house that yeah we're the windows. only house that have like these open bay windows <laughs> we love to be in the aquarium yeah exactly <laughs> Do you want to bring the box inside? Yeah, let me bring the box inside. <laughs> no, but like, I don't, but like, he came and like, waved to me, like, on this phone and everything. Because I don't know if you ever uh, looked at our house during the night. It's so waveable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so what? Waveable. Oh. <laughs> because everywhere is dark. The, yeah. Our house is on only where there's light. You like to... It makes you happy when you see people there. <laughs> Alright, that was a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he didn't do the garage. I mean, but... uh, all right, okay.